Hey everybody, welcome to the Zelda Informer Podcast. As always, I'm your host Adam, and this week joining me is... I'm Jake, and now it's my turn to be sick on the show. <laughs> I'm very sick right now. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, man. <laughs> I'm Chris, your informant from chriskitchen.org, your That's not a real go-to website. site for memes it. and all things internet. That's not a real don't site. Go there. That, you'll uh, probably get malware. Don't go I there. trademarked that site. Did you actually? Don't go there. Uh, yeah, about a year ago. <laughs> it's very self-assured of you. I respect that. <laughs> You're like so Thanks. confident in your Thanks, lie, man. in my my fiendish ways. And not but last but not least, hi, I'm Caleb, and I'm also sick. Welcome to the sick cast. <laughs> oh my god, Caleb! I broke my triggers off my controller so you wouldn't get mad. Thank you. <laughs> How kind of you. We have a lot of news to cover this week. Uh, but let's just give you a quick rundown before we get into the topics themselves. Uh, Club Nintendo is shutting down. Best Buy is taking a stand against scalpers. Uh, you can win your own very own Majora's Mask 3S. Uh, Microsoft held its Windows 10 Live conference. Uh, the popular webcomic artist start, uh, The Oatmeal has started a Kickstarter, as well as another Kickstarter that I'm very excited to talk to you guys about. And we have a bunch of fan topics to talk to you about. And the yeah. site is working on making our experience overall better. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the news or, or like uh, when we were doing the state of the the site 2015 and earlier posts. Uh, we've talked about how we are upgrading the overall UI AI. What do you, what do you call it when you're like user interface? User interface. It is UI. So UI. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're upgrading that sh- soon. Hopefully, within the next two months, maybe. I don't know. Uh, I Heck will up. give you more information when that happens. But it's supposed to be very exciting. Um, but we are getting a slew of new weekly features. Uh, we're doing a poll on Sundays, caption contest on Mondays, cosplay uh shoutouts on t- on Tuesdays. So like, if you do cosplay, let us know. We'll feature you. Uh, hopefully, I I don't run that. Uh, Wednesdays, uh, my friend Jeffrey does music. So anything music related. Uh, and if you have any of your own music, by the way, the uh, opening song was once again brought to us by Brandon. Uh, you can send that to us at zeldainformerpodcast at gmail dot com. We'll feature it on the show and we'll give you a nice shoutout. Um, By the way, speaking of shout-outs, shout-out to Jeff for being awesome. Uh, oh, Jeff, yeah. as Adam just mentioned, is a writer. Yeah, he's, he's writer and editor He's here. been working to contact people for me when, like, like helping me out with this. So it's he's been very helpful. And shout-out like, to Jeff for being my friend. <laughs> no, because, like, straight up, he, um, as you guys know, the new Majora's Mask 3DS has been just gone, 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 oh, gone, yeah. gone. Yeah, Jeff has it's, been... It's almost as gone He's as been, gone like, though. messaging me every time. Like, Jeff, he's been updating me, like, sending me links, like, okay, every time ready it comes, Yeah, Jeff has been telling me whenever GameCube adapters come out, whenever uh, 3D... Like, even before the article, like, probably, like, a minute before the article goes live, but he tells me just to make so, sure like, to get there. Straight up today, though, he messaged me because apparently Fry's... It's not a big electronic place mm-hmm. in Florida, but I hear it is in Texas, according to my girlfriend who's from there. Uh, they opened up on their site today. They had them available, and like I literally was about to oh, yeah, check one out. That. Like I was about to hit submit. Straight up as I hit submit, it says my cart is empty, and I was furious. Oh, I'm sorry. I was so enraged. Well, we <laughs> have good news so uh, later on in the podcast, so don't worry. You know we may be able to get you one yet. Uh, and all, these, all you guys listening, uh, there may be some way to get you yet. We already posted an article about it. I don't know if you've seen it, but I will talk about it. Um, but me first. But I get my the last before everyone. three. Obviously, are. There's the Meverse highlights on Thursday, uh, which are pretty cool. So if you post anything on Meverse, like pictures and things like that, we'll find them and we will uh, display them. It's pretty cool. I've seen the ones Ooh. we did for this week. We had Sheik, 
a bunch of like chic fan art. It was really awesome, like really awesome. I love the stuff you find in Meverse sometimes. Oh yeah, um, I used to make art on Meverse. I've seen they're pretty cool. Um, I too love Memeverse. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of that sometimes. It is. Have you guys ever seen the Twitter? Full uh, of it. fighting. Have you guys ever seen the Twitter bad Meverse posts? It's actually not. it's quite a journey. Oh it is quite actually, a journey. I follow a Meverse <laughs> channel that keeps me updated with all the Smash Bros info. Uh, what's called though? Oh yeah, yeah, the Sakurai's. He used to have one, but that that is no longer a thing. By my last check and so yeah uh, on friday <laughs> <laughs> thank you on friday we have our photoshop contest uh which is i don't know if you guys have if you've been here for long enough at the site we used to run that every week uh we used to also have a caption contest uh that is finally coming back on mondays um but it's a cool chance to like just make jokes and share it with people and we always you know we love to see them i jeff usually used, used to run it so he's always showing me them and i always make me make me make me laugh i can't talk today I don't know what it is. Uh, and it's on okay. Saturday, People obviously, it's us uh, at the podcast. Um, so it's cool, guys. We're just hanging out, uh, yeah. having a snack, being friends. Hey, Adam, what you doing on a Saturday night? I don't oh, know. Chris. What are you doing on a Saturday night? I'm just hanging out. You're hanging out. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. Let's do it. Let's listen to podcasts. Let's, let's have some fun. Let's listen to some podcasts. We'll, uh... I guess I'm not invited. Ah, uh, you always hey, invited, Caleb. Hey, Caleb, what you doing on a Saturday evening? I'm not coming to your party. I'm not going to this party. That's all right. You're not invited. <laughs> it's just Adam and me. Hey. hey. I, don't, I don't go to any party where people do accents like this. That's <laughs> <laughs> just my regular voice. No, what are you it's gonna not. Do? That's intolerant yeah, it's of you, not. Jake. Yeah, the, the Chris on the podcast, <laughs> that's my real accent. You know what I mean? Jake, are you a New Yorkist? Is that a thing? I, I actually argue that I am. I am. I am not. I am the total opposite because that, I would not go to a party where people do bad. I don't know that. Oh, is it like? I don't know what it was. What were you doing, Chris? It was, I was very like was Italian doing, like, Brooklyn. You know, typical guy, you know. Look at me. Look at what am I doing? You sound what like a. Sh- you sound like a schmuck. Anyway. Uh, I am a schmuck. The three. Yeah, it's a bit New Jersey-ish too. Yeah, it's northeast. Joyzy, you talk about Joyzy. That was Chris doing accents on the podcast. I hope you that enjoyed that segment. That was me playing Kevin Smith in the newest film, Kevin Smith from Germany. Are they actually making a Paul Blart Mall Cop Part 2? Is that actually happening? Oh, God, yes, really? but I don't think Kevin Smith is involved. Really? In He's not involved? He is, hey, was he involved before? He is the titular Mall Cop. Paul Ke- Blart 2. Kevin Smith. Paul oh, Kevin again. Smith. Why do I think Paul Blart? <laughs> Paul Blart hey. is played by that other Kevin. Kevin, um... Kevin Smith Kevin is the James. guy who did Clerks. Kevin I love Kevin Smith, which is funny. Yeah, Kevin uh, why, James. Uh, Kevin James, yeah. Yeah, yeah what the f***? Too many people named... Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Oh, my bad. I've been cleaning up my act over here. Cleaning up his act. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we have three more uh, sort of features that have kind of been on hiatus. Uh, we have the podcast animation. If you haven't seen that yet, uh, our own site's Al, who's been on the podcast a few times. Um... He does animation work for us sometimes. Uh, he's only ha- really been able to release one so far. Um, that's it is kinda... quite good. Yeah, it's really good. We'll link it down below. Please check it out. It's, it's it so would much fun. be better, but I'm not in it. <laughs> no, I think it was good without you. I think I think that was probably one I of the highlights. I think that was highlights. its main selling point. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, guys? I think the podcast would be even better without me. Catch you later. I'm not arguing. Chris, where'd you go? <laughs> Guys, I think Chris, the role of Chris I, 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 would be played by Caleb in this podcast. <laughs> you fucking wish. Wow, Caleb, that's a really good Chris impression. <laughs> Thanks, man. I've been practicing oh, man, triggers. That's... Anyway, uh, we also have a uh, a comic that we're talking about getting into the works, uh, and a more on the live stream stuff, so like Let's Plays and things like that that we've been doing. 
I know Gamnesia just did a Majora's Mask live stream with Colin, who is a fun guy to watch. He's he's got a cute smile, cute boy. Anyway, uh, I'm down. So how you guys been? Besides being sick, uh, you know, are you guys uh, uh pretty good? I've been uh, looking forward to this. I haven't seen you. Haven't been back in a while. It feels like. Uh, I have I not been back in a while. No, it's been I've... about two weeks. Has it been two? Has weeks? feels like a month. It... I feel like times flew by, man. We were talking about 2014 last time. We're talking about 2015 this time, and the news. Yeah, that's what that's what we're doing. Chris baby. with the insight. Um, but yeah, did you guys hear that Club Nintendo shutting down? That's, yeah, and it sucks because this is the first time I platinum. <laughs> this oh is God. like I, I I got so into I got yeah I got to the the highest point recently because I'm like you know what I just got all these Nintendo games in a Wii U let me just put in all these codes right now just in case yeah and exactly I got to the, yeah I got to the highest score I'm like sweet what do I get now and then it's like oh we're closing I'm like great I thought I I was like I looked at it and they're like you know we're like dishing out new features and stuff and like we're gonna we're gonna have something else in place but it's like. This was working so well. This was part of the appeal of buying Nintendo games was that there was actual rewards for doing it. I would say it worked. It, it's, it worked. It started going a lot more digital, which I am not terribly appealed by. I like, like physical the, stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys remember when they released? And it was only in Europe, which, by the way, really annoyed me. Uh, freaking Nintendo of Europe really have it together. By the way, they give their stuff. They give their fans amazing stuff, and uh, they gave out like legit Mar- When Mario Kart Seven came out, they gave out these like amazing oh, trophies. Oh yeah, you got. Like, they looked like incredible. They were, and they uh, were like for cool. all the cups. Yeah, actually, uh, they were... a fan of ours, Christian, actually wanted to ask us to talk about this topic about like uh, preference of merchandise because you know, like Nintendo of America has like now has the statues for Majora. Um, Europe has the silly paperweights. With a face in them, which is stupid. Um, They're also getting the statue, but that's a bit more limited. Yeah, but they were originally only going to get the paperweight and some other cool yeah. stuff. <laughs> Guys, um, the U.S. has Smash Bros. coins, am I right? Not really. It's like <laughs> we, we That was I also know. super limited. Yeah. I love that. I managed to get mine. Yeah, I got mine too. Nice. Yeah, but he uh, he mentioned the idea of like getting like a, a usable bottle with the logo of the Lon Lon Ranch or something. Oh, that's actually pretty that cool. That would be really yeah, cute. Yeah. So what do you guys think? Do you guys prefer yeah, like digital stuff versus like physical stuff? And what kind of physical stuff? Cuz I mean there's statues, there's figures, there's like, you know, like actual props that you could have. I, yeah, I just, I, I, just I like I know that uh Jeff used to buy a lot of posters from Club Nintendo uh when he was a part of it and also like just beanies and things like that. Just this to- is something that I know game companies that want to give digital stuff like they think, "Oh, we'll give you a digital wallpaper." So you can put it on the background That's of your stupid. whatever. I think things like that are dumb. Like, come on, you can just download that from the website for free. Like, that's not something you want to offer to people. Well, people straight want... up, when when Nintendo does digital, though, it's it's just games. It's like a voucher for an eShop game or something. That that's I'm okay you know, be with cool? because we're now in a digital age. If they so like, right. I've been able to play a lot of games because the Nintendo 3DS I have is part of the Ambassador program. So I was able yeah. to play a lot of games that were never released on eShop. They still aren't. Yeah. I think that those like, should be available like on the what? eShop. Yeah, I wonder what's taking so long for more GBA games. Like I they think... obviously have proven they could have done this with the <laughs> they already have model them. of 3DS. I'm pretty sure that like there's like a Nintendo employee that has a, D- a 3DS with all the games on there already. Like just like every possible game that you would want. I'm just era. surprised that there's no like uh, was GBA Sacred Stones adapter released? you can put in. Was Sacred No, it, it still hasn't. By the way, great Fire Emblem game. It's on there. I have it. Yes, it is great. It's it's a it really is... good game. It's hard, but it's good. It's it's hard, and it's actually like 
One of my most out there characters I actually had wanted for Smash Brothers was Ephraim, who was the protagonist of that game. But that is never going to happen. <laughs> the game is too obscure, especially dream. by this point. I don't know. Maybe it'll maybe it'll get some uh, hype. I don't. I know that uh, th- we're getting another Fire Emblem game, which is pretty cool. So yeah, Nintendo I, is giving uh, it a little bit more. Yeah, uh, dude. If they give their character models feet this time, they're already a huge flag are, up on last time. We already know but um, see what I did? <laughs> yeah, I get it. I don't yeah, know, everyone this... acknowledge my joke right now, or I'm not going to talk anymore. <laughs> uh, this Fire Emblem game didn't really. Thank you. Uh, Thank you this Fire Emblem game didn't really pique my interest. I've never played a Fire Emblem game, and I was looking to start, but more from like the the other side of the spectrum, like the older uh-huh, games, uh-huh. before I go into this one. Because this one, I'm like, eh. They're really changing the formula of Fire Emblem, and I have to admit, I am very cautious of this new game, because right. Awakening did a lot of things different, and it did a lot of things that were new. Uh, if you haven't played the game, I'm sure you guys know Lucina is the daughter of Krom, uh, because Smash Brothers. Who is Krom? He is the main protagonist of Fire Emblem Awakening. Um, oh, I thought that was... uh what. Like, where's Marth and Roy and Ike? Where are those guys? Okay, okay. Basically, let me explain this to those, all the Fire Emblem are, people are who are guys. not aware of Fire Emblem lore, because I love the franchise. And now, a games, history lesson with Jake. Each of these games are completely isolated in different time periods and a different continent, and basically, Marth and Roy have never met. It's actually interesting. So it's like Abraham remember, Lincoln and Shakespeare. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess you could say that. <laughs> what are you talking um, about? I had lunch with them the other day. <laughs> It's actually interesting, because in the Western release of Smash so Brothers, Martha's always had a Japanese voice, whereas Ike has an, has an English voice, I love and that's that. not the same in Japan. I lo- like, it, yeah, I like that too, because the thing is, is that Marth and Ike would never actually be able to speak the same language, yeah, so it, I've always thought that was kind of a charm to it, you know? Yeah, it does give Marth a feel like, especially for Western audiences, I know this isn't part of the Japanese, but like... It gives them a bit more mystique. Yeah, it I reminds find. me of a piece I saw today in art, art history, there was like a statue that had decayed into like... Like, a, a teardrop shape had decayed onto its face, and it was cracked because, like, it was part of, like, a, a nation that got conquered, and I was like, unintentional symbolism, I always think is really cool. Like, yeah, video yeah, games sometimes that's, have that's that. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Uh, but in Japan, that doesn't really happen. Both Martha and I speak Japanese, and I, I think that's such a loss. Like, I like how you bad. phrase it as unintentional symbolism, when probably the artists are just like, what the hell are you guys talking about? <laughs> like, I was talking to a friend of mine today, he was drawing something like, oh, dude, that looks really cool. What does it mean? Like, it looks like a political message. He's like... Dude, it's a it's a it's a pig at a desk. <laughs> like, I just want to draw a pig in a business suit at a desk. His name is Porkins. Have you guys heard of the the documentary Room Two Hundred Seven? It's a documentary based on The Shining. I have not. It uh, does yeah, that a lot. That movie got a lot of good reviews, but I can't for the life of me understand why. Because it's just crazy people like getting to spout their opinions and like. There was literally a part of the documentary where someone was like, "If you look at the movie for this exact frame." you will see Stanley Kubrick's face in the clouds, and he's nowhere in the clouds. Why is this guy giving airtime on your stupid movie? <laughs> he's not there. Why? <laughs> I, I don't know. Some I, I just some don't... people look way too way too into things. But on the no, other I hand, mean, a lot of can... times artists try to leave these things for people yeah, to find. Yeah, people come up with some really good stuff, though. It's like you didn't think about it, like uh, which I like. Like what, Adam, you, just, or you guys were just talking about, like how there's the cultural difference between Marth and uh, Ike. And, yeah. you know, I would never guess that in, like, a million years. I'm just like, oh, okay, actually, see, that is kind of nice. And that's yeah, see, nowadays, nowadays, Marth has been in English-speaking games. Fire Emblem Shadow Dragon was his first game in the West, and he, I, they could have made him speak English, but I'm glad they decided not to. Yeah, well. Oh, but uh, speaking about the new Fire Emblem game, because I, I went off on a little bit there. Um, right. As you are Fire Emblem Awakening did a lot of things that were new. It added a, a lot of, each game has had marriage options. But that's really just post-game, like, is, you find this out. This is the first it, one where it actually matters. 
and it, yes, it does yes, affect your 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 army and like just the interaction they have. Your family exactly. Line. In the other games, it really only affected the epilogue. Mm-hmm. Like, you were like, oh, such and such ended up happily together. Caleb I mean, and Chris they, bought a house and lived together in a would, cottage in the woods forever. It's a relationship that I never wanted, but, you know, I've always wanted to see. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the characters would get, like, little bonuses by being near each other, but that, that doesn't have a whole lot of mileage, I find. Mm-hmm. But this time, like, their, their kids from the future would start coming in the game, and it was, like, really, really cool. So, like, who you paired up actually completely changed, like, some of the future people you would recruit. Mm-hmm. So one thing I'm worried about is that this new game is going to try to make or is going to try to catch lightning twice in the same bottle, mm-hmm. and I really don't know if they'll be able to do that. Like I want them to try to do something new. If they, they said, go for the whole, they said that there are going to be on. more like intense options going on, like just more chances for interaction. I'm excited by that prospect. I'm just worried that they might go too far. I just don't want to see the game completely rely on the uh, pairing up option. Yeah, that like the like, last I game. I want my starting characters to be viable, not only my children. In a, well, not even that. Just in Awakening, if you had a solo unit, it just felt like that was a poor decision right off the bat. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, too. yeah, they they changed the support system that was in previous games, where like if you had an allied nearby, it would help into like something that was vital for any unit to survive. Like you could bring, I think, I don't remember why, but I always had an odd number of units, like option to bring in an odd number, and I would just cut it down to back to even just to make sure that. I wouldn't well, accidentally kill Well, you could, like, have a guy in between two other guys, and it would count just the same. So, like, mm-hmm. the guy on the far left would be defended by the guy in the middle, and so on and so forth. Yeah, but then it becomes a very slow process in making sure that you can carry that guy. I guess, I, I mean, I, I guess, but that is something you can do. But now you're do. talking about game mechanics. It's not as really, it's not really as bad as we're, like, Chris, saying. are you saying no, now no, that we're talking I, I, about I game theory? Like... No, no, I'm <laughs> saying, like, now that, now we're, we've opened a new window. Speaking of Windows, um, oh, I'm, I'm gonna there. love to hear this segue. Go on, you're Go a on. quick, you're a quick guy. Uh, I recently saw the conference that Windows, uh, that Microsoft held for Windows 10, and there were there was a bunch of cool things that happened. Um, they said that basi- uh, there, you're basically uh, gonna be able- what, what, no, Chris? No, 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 no. It's been. It's, God, it's, I love that you know how this feels now. Go on. I just want to point out that hell yeah, we get. We get Windows 10 for free. Yeah, all of us. that's Windows awesome. Windows 7 and 8.1 users, am I right, guys? Which is funny right? because I just upgraded my PC to Windows 7, so it's like, great, now I have to go through all this BS again. Wait, what did you have before? I had Vista. What? I was running wow. Vista for years. Are you kidding me? Vista's... I'm not. Vista was okay, but I mean, <laughs> 7 is the... Oh my god, that's the cream of the crop. It's funny because like, it was to the point where I actually couldn't do schoolwork because I needed programs that don't like work in Vista. Like They just don't, they just don't support it. No, they do not. I don't know of any programs that have ever really worked in Vista. <laughs> Everything just blows up. I mean, I'm talking about my desktop, desktop, which I've been using for everything. So it's kind of a significant Win- upgrade. Windows 7 is the equivalent to the PlayStation 2 and the GameCube. Okay, which is which? Yeah. It's like the place they were like the best consoles of like the generation. Okay. Oh, you, you like for for like for the Sony like the Sony's best console ever was PlayStation Two. You you guys yeah have top to selling say. console in, in history like there's it, no arguing. It still that. is, still is, still is. Still my, is. my friend Colin, uh, like he loves telling me about how that is. I mean, they stopped. They only stopped like re like remaking or making them recently. I think in the past couple of years. Yeah, like nah. FIFA 2014 or something like that. It was some soccer game. 2014 was the last game they made for the PS2. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Isn't yeah. that crazy? Into the into the PS3's life cycle, like into most of the as PS3, the PS3 I, is now in its twilight years. They release more PS2 games. 
Dude, the PS2 was the best. I mean, that that, that system was the one where no, we no, all got system. to meet Kingdom Hearts. And, like, I don't know. It's, it's crazy because that game was around for so... Like, it's been so long since the first Hello, game. Hello, kids. Do you like convoluted storytelling and Mickey Mouse? <laughs> well, PS2's got you covered, son. It does. It's, Thanks, it's a shame. What, I've it's never been played expanding it. to it's, Xbox and it's been, like, such. ten years since the uh since the first kingdom hearts or since the no, last since game the second since yeah. the second one yeah that came out jesus like the second one came out yeah the second one came out in 2006 i'm pretty sure yeah something like that yeah but just to uh just to wrap up the talk about microsoft because you know there's just a few things i wanted to note do it um do it cleaner layout it's going to be more in line with windows 7 instead of 8 they realized that 8 Good. was a mistake also no windows 9 what's up with that uh, who cares? They don't know how to count. Better battery life overall. They're saying they're saying like just like better hardware improvements overall. Like the way it works, the hardware is actually even, makes sense now, even though it's software. Well, I mean, software <laughs> and hardware are very yeah, yeah. They're, it's like, gonna be better, better, better integrated. Because they were saying like how yes. their hardware, their software used to pretty much drain your battery in ways that they really shouldn't have. So they're trying to yeah, fix uh-huh. that. Um, That's good. Yeah, and also cla- cl- cross-platform gaming. Get that out. That's a cool idea. Yeah, no, they, it's already a thing. Like your Xbox One will be running Windows 10 and also your PC, and you'll be able to play Xbox One and PC together. Which, I mean, I envy that feature. That's, I want to see. It's really good. Master Chief on my computer screen again. And but also, my Xbox One already crashes every five minutes. What if Windows 10 makes it worse? Probably not. I mean, it's also going to let you stream. So, pretty much what your Wii U does, your uh, your tablet. We'll be able to do with Windows 10. Okay, I get you. Which is really awesome, and you get to you're able to like turn it off from the tablet. Also, Dude, but I have Cortana. a question for you. Does anyone? Cortana. Before we get into that, which we will, <laughs> is the Master Chief Collection on PC yet? I don't uh, know. No. Do you want me to that ju- is I... an Xbox One. The answer the answer is no. So I'm also still mad. Oh. Continue. <laughs> so did anyone here ever like know anybody who ever had a Windows phone? Uh, yeah. I did. Yes. Actually, was I was using my friend's Windows phone today because I was putting my number in her phone, and then I was like, "What the hell am I using?" And oh my god! Things. Like, yeah, my <laughs> girlfriend had one, and she hated it. I cannot emphasize enough how much she hated that damn phone. The only and, uh, thing the about that store, phone, dude, <laughs> the App Store was weird. It just had a like. I, I guess I could say this because it just had, had one version. old man sitting at like it just sitting in the bottom left corner of your phone. Not that many people come around here, dude. There are so many weird Persian apps on the App Store. It's it's like I was really thrown off, and now it kind of makes sense that my dad has one. I'm like, huh? This is (laughs) you know interesting. The only there more Windows Phone users in Iran than there are in the states. Jake, what do you mean by Persian apps? When I say Persian apps, I mean these apps are written in in Farsi, which is the Persian language or the Iranian language. Like they they are in Iranian text. And uh, that wasn't isolated. That wasn't one or two apps. This was a this was a good few. Maybe because <laughs> like that side of the world doesn't really believe in Apple technology. I mean, I, I I'm sure there's a geopolitical reason for it, but I was really like curious. I, like, I want to say Apple products are made. Are we going to get into our our Europe usual topic dis- co- podcast discussion about geopolitical uh, reasonings? <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> our our yeah, deep yeah. world analysis. No, no, but uh, uh, seriously though, the only cool thing that Windows Phone like have. In general, they just got it like about a year ago, which is Cortana. That's like that's the the coolest. Isn't thing Cortana a Halo character? She is. She is your supporting AI character. 
throughout the entire series. I guess that's kind of interesting. It's like if Nintendo made a phone and then you're, it was like called Minna or something. Caleb seems or upset. Caleb. Caleb, interject. Caleb, what don't you like about Cortana? It's not just about Cortana. I think the idea of Cortana is pretty cool. Even coming from a big Halo fan like myself, I can't wait to carry on multiple one-sided conversations with Cortana in my room with the door closed. <laughs> my I, point I, being, I my, my, that one. my issue is that their new browser is apparently going to be called Spartan as well. I've heard that, yeah. Wait, and it seems they... like they're relying too much on the Halo brand to promote other things that aren't related to Halo. Are they ditching and, Internet and they're not Explorer? Caring about the game, they should. They, yeah, they well, really I, should. I, I, they, uh... they, they should, but are they? Are they changing their flagship browser from Internet Explorer to Spartan? I don't know. They they're calling the new thing uh, Microsoft Spartan, just Windows Spartan, I think. Project Spartan. Project Spartan. I think. Oh, yeah. that's great. <laughs> that's. Fucking... I mean, I guess that's kind of interesting, but I also see what Caleb's saying. Like, it's really interesting. Like, I, I like the games. I think it's really cool. But then they don't really care about the games. They're just using brands' using recognition to support other I mean, they, things. They, Windows 10 seems like it's going to be good for gamers because it has these features that let you stream and play your games with people that don't have the same system oh. as you. Oh, Adam, I'm you sorry, didn't get the I update. I still can't play it's, Halo on my PC. They didn't call it Windows 10 <laughs> anymore. They called it uh, Windows Guardians. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my God. <laughs> How you and, doing, Caleb? And then they did the they did the sub the subtitle for it. It's they should called, get uh, the uh, they should get the. Uh, it's called Windows Forward Unto Dawn. Who's the guy who? Bill uh, Gates is changing his name to Didact. Oh my God. <laughs> who Who is the announcer for Halo? They should have him like do startup. Be like sleep start mode. Menu. Hibernate. If you've ever wanted to know how to make someone sick feel worse, just listen <laughs> to this podcast. Oh, that guy's uh, I know the voice, feeling. though. <laughs> Overkill. I would have that guy do my voicemail. Griff Killjoy. That's the only thing I remember him saying was Griff Ball. I don't play Halo. Griff Ball. Griff Ball. Griff Ball. That, that game mode's pretty fun, though. <laughs> God, I haven't played Halo in forever. The last one I played was Reach. Everyone said Reach was better than 4, but I, I like never Reach. played 4. What Reach are you is way about? better than 4. Reach. Is... Reach... Is was Reach was my least favorite. Halo. Reach was your least favorite. Least Reach was Reach. great. I didn't, I didn't understand the campaign at all, and it was supposed to be like the first game in the chronology, and I still didn't understand it. Reach kicked Four's ass up and down the back alley. I do not agree with that <laughs> at all. I hate Reach with passion. Hate it. You gonna be okay? Give me Master Chief or give me Death. ODST was the best campaign. ODST was pretty good. <laughs> But Welcome to the Zelda Informer podcast. They're not giving you Master Guys, Chief. No. Maybe we should doing, maybe Adam? we should take a deep breath and just appreciate and just the silence. Remember Halo Three. Let's remember. Let's Halo just appreciate 3's. the silence really quick. Let's do it, man. Because our uh, friend Brandon, Adam, post Adam, put something in here. Because our friend Brandon, put in some smooth jazz. I'll send you some smooth jazz. Thank you. I got you. I don't even get to talk. Um, <laughs> but let's let's appreciate the silence really quick. Because our friend Brandon has written to us with a topic that he'd love us to discuss. Hello, Brandon. Oh, did he now? He, he's the guy Brandon, who made our theme song. Brandon, you sly <gasps> dog. Brandon? Yeah. Like Brandon, you. I want you to make me a theme is, song. Is it Brandon or Brundon? Brandon. Uh, but he says, hi, Adam and crew. It's me again. I have a discussion question this time. What? This is a long one, by the way. Uh, what kind of role do you think silence plays in Zelda games? We're always focused on the sound and music because of how beautiful it is. But do you think silence can have just as much of an impact? 
Personally, I think it can. For example, Ocarina of Time uses silence in the most dramatic scenes, silence when leaving Lost Woods and Zarya, silence after Ganondorf stops playing the organ at the top of the stairs in the castle, silence before the big final fight with the monster Ganon, etc. I have a, I have a thing. I have a I think that these moments of silence create beautiful tension and pivotal moments during the gameplay. And it makes it all the more amazing when the soundtrack starts up again. Thanks for he- hearing me out. I love your podcast. Okay. okay. So ha- he's Jake. Jake. Uh, you I know what? You know what? Go ahead. Guys, go play ahead. rock go paper ahead. scissors over it, even though you can't see each other. All right. All right. All right. I Wait, win. This is this is a, this is a visual <laughs> podcast. I just realized right. I was starting. Okay. <laughs> Did you the actually first... start? I was seriously oh my doing. God. It. Oh, I'm sorry, oh my Jake. God. All right. But go I'll ahead, be really Jake, quick because I have I have just one thing because I think it's the the biggest the the main thing. You have the silent hero. You have the, the the quiet knight. You have the main character, Link, does not say a single word throughout the entire series. But you say words for him. It, well, I mean, yeah, yeah, sort of. But like There's dialogue options, it, and that's debatable, I guess, to whether or not he's speaking. But well, he he does speak to people time. by moving his hands and stuff, and we've seen that people react to things he would have said. Uh, he just never barely. actually actually. Well, two has, links says, "Come on!" So that's something. But go on. No, his expression and everything—that's all he has. He has his expression, and I think that speaks more than his words. Honestly, like the way they they just portray Link in all the cutscenes or in anything really. I do love. I think. That that's much better than any dialogue they could have ever. Given I do him. love, like, in terms of what he was saying, like how the the silent moments between soundtracks. I love those moments, just like a graveyard or something. I think there's this one. I think it's Ocarina, or there's just one. It's a big transition tool too. Yeah, Ocarina and Majora both have graveyards. Twilight yeah. Princess does too. And you just hear like the just hear crows. Yep. And that's it. No no music, just crows, and I love that. I, it gives. I such think that a, works a lot better. Yeah, because Twilight Princess also had a graveyard, and it played this weird music. Post Adam, I'll send you the track. Play it over this. Okay. And it's really bizarre. Oh, and weird. Like, it totally just yeah. You know, everyone reacts to this weird song. Uh, Dude, turn it off. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, what off. is this? Yeah, and it's like it, you don't get the, the quiet reflection that a place like a graveyard is supposed to have. Um, you know, I remember, and when I was studying music in high school, um, my my teacher. God, I was about to say professor. God, I'm old. My teacher. Uh, told us about this symphony where this guy sat at a piano and for four minutes straight, he was he was teaching us the importance oh, of silence. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, he was teaching us the importance of silence in music. And he told us about the story where this guy straight up sat at a piano for four minutes and didn't do, and didn't play anything and stand up and bowed. And like, I, I forgot his specific, I don't remember the guy's name and it's driving me crazy that I don't. Adam, do you remember? I do not. I just know the story. God. I've heard this before. And like people were super thrown off by it, but what he was trying to was to sh- to show is the impact of silence. Because he made the audience listen to each other, the breathing around them, just the quiet stifling of shoes and things like that. He had, and I think that's pretty beautiful. Yeah, because it, it's like the music of actual, like real life, the music of real of silence. Because silence yes. in itself isn't really silent. I mean, we live in a world of relatives, uh, where you know, sound is relative to what we imagine to be noise. Uh, true silence is something that people can probably bear. I mean, there is a there's like one room that we have as close as we've gotten to silence. Yeah, I was about to say that. And that, that. drives and a people, lot of people insane. Yes, it does. Like seconds. after about 15 seconds of it, they want to can't handle it anymore. Because I it, think there's a, there's even a point where you start where hearing that's... your blood boil, you hear your blood moving through your body and things like that. And these are just things you can't hear because your brain, your your ears aren't attuned for that low of a level. Um, yeah. in, in the same way that speed is relative. I mean. 
if you think about it, we we're none of us like you've never really been still your entire life. And I don't mean just because your body's always twitching or moving internally and things like that, but you've never been still. I mean, re- I mean, relative to the way the Earth ro- rotates and moves through the galaxy and things like that. Sure. I mean, in that sense, you are still, but you've never truly experienced stillness. I think I think that's kind of more along the lines of breaking silence with like the smaller things that you don't normally notice. Mm hmm. And I think uh, yeah, that, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think even that that itself, just breaking any type of silence, is because even think more of um, think of Hyrule Field at night in Ocarina of Time. You just yeah. hear you know birds and a few ravens out in the distance. Caleb, it's just a very quiet. You know, Caleb, uh-huh. say there something. was a. Uh, I mean, you know more about Metroid than I do, obviously. But I think that like when I think of silence being done really well, I think of Metroid just off the bat. I don't know why, just immediate because it's dead. <laughs> It's so mean. Well, you can't get any more quiet than death. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, one of the topics that someone written, wrote into us was uh, uh, Christian wrote in, uh, "What do you think will happen for the 30th Zelda anniversary?" And I think that nothing will happen for Zelda. I think it's going to be happening for Metroid because Metroid was ignored. Yeah, yeah they share the same 30th anniversary. They share I the think, same anniversary. Oh, I think Adam. Nintendo's going to make a bigger deal out of it so than the mean. actual like. They're going to be like, "Oh, look at the game." They're going to be like, "Look at Nintendo." Here's my here's my here's, They're going to redirect the attention. Here's I my reasoning. The Facebook post and maybe some new music. Here's my reasoning. <laughs> oh, well, you can actually listen to Harmony of a Hunter if you want. I mean, that's that's a pretty cool album that's made by fans. Link down that. below. Um Actually, yeah, I'm going to uh, Have you guys heard of He did Theophany. He did an amazing uh Metroid song. I'm going to post it down below because it's We'll beautiful. be playing it right now. Oh yeah, we'll play it right now. It's a, it's gorgeous, guys. Comment on how gorgeous this song is. Oh wow, I like Metroid. Isn't I'm it? Not mad anymore. It's the place Sounds in really Metroid good. Prime where it's all snowy or whatever. I can't remember the name of it, but I will remember. Post Jake will remember the name of this. So Post Jake, you don't need to remember the name of dead things. <laughs> I just think that uh, I mean, Fire Emblem was a series that wasn't a big seller for Nintendo at any given time in the West. No, no, and, it wasn't. And Metroid was equally not as big of a seller. But right in now so they're words, spending yeah. a lot of time making sure Fire Emblem is a seller, and I mean it's. It's working to some extent that people are getting more involved in Fire Emblem's fan, fan base and things like that. They absolutely are. The new one like, looks like a Tales of game. Here's the thing. Uh, the last I may have said this Do before you mean on the show, game? but for people... No, a Tales of. Tales of, like, Symphony or whatever. But yeah, I remember... Uh, I think okay. I, I said this on the show before. And, uh, but for people who don't know, Fire Emblem Awakening, the, uh, the, the studio that made it, Intelligence Systems, one of my favorite teams ever, by the way, they basically came out and said that if this game doesn't sell well, they're going to put Fire Emblem on a on a pretty tough hold. Like, Shadow Dragon didn't do that well. They didn't even release the game that came after that, uh, which, by the way, uh, Fire Emblem Awakening is technically the third of a trilogy, but it takes place, like, a millennia, two millennia later, so you really didn't need to play Oh, the so that game. the boss in Fire Emblem Awakening is the same guy from that series? I thought it was for the longest time. It turns out it's a different guy. But they re- but characters who were in the first game, like Tiki, Tiki the Dragon, she was in uh, oh, the, all three that's games. That's cool. That's kind of that's yeah, kind of yeah. an interesting perspective. It kind of takes the story and makes it like it. It's kind of like in a way she's kind of the main character, but not really. You understand what I mean? Yeah, she goes up pretty late in the game, but I know what you mean. Like some of her dialogue is actually really sad. Like she talks about how she's a bonfire and everyone she's ever loved is a candle. Oh my god! Because yeah, it's it's really sad, dude. It's so sad, guys. Seriously, Awakening is on my top five games. Shout out to my immortal fans. Please, please, seriously, play the game. It's on top five of of what? Sorry, Uh, Jake was saying it's on the top five of what? My top five games of all time. Like it's Uh, somewhere between three and five. I haven't thought it through. Okay. What about Sticker Star? Guys, Sticker Star is a disappointment. It's the it is a, a blemish. Mouth. That's Intelligence's best game. No, it's no. not. What about Intelligence Systems? 
it's actually bad. I'm just kidding. They didn't make Epic I Yarn. I heard that Epic Yarn was pretty good. It Epic was. Epic Yarn is pretty it's, good for what it is. For what it is, yes, it is. I'm actually surprised that uh, I was thinking Prince Fluff would be a character in Smash. To, like, I would love a, a, a Kirby Yarn costume for Smash 4. I'm yeah, surprised there yeah. isn't one. Oh, Dude, wow. Prince well, how Fluff. would they make that 3D? You just, I mean, the, the same way they make uh, uh, Game, Game & Watch, Watch 3D. Yeah. Ah, you just true, don't. <laughs> Um, yeah, but what's your favorite game, uh, Jake? My top five. I'll run through, mm-hmm. and this is after about two. This is really in no particular order. Mm-hmm. Actually, wait. I think I can do it. You don't uh, give a particular order. All right, top five: Majora's Mask, which everyone's sick of hearing me say. Uh, number two: Metal Gear Solid Two: Sons of Liberty. Caleb, we're not going to talk <laughs> about it. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't like that game. Uh, number three: uh, Fire Emblem Awakening. Number four: um, I know this is kind of a cop out, but Smash Brothers. As I really don't have a favorite as a series. Yeah. Like they're all that makes sense. Me. I like because them all. I think fighting games. I think okay. of them as a series rather than individual games. Yeah, just because... like Brawl. Oh, God, I God. even like Brawl for what it is, and people don't really like Brawl. Uh, like games like they have like multi, not multi. Like you talking about like Assassin's Creed or like Uncharted. Or I'm something talking like about that. like Tekken. I think of Tekken as a game, as one thing. I don't think of it as different. Like Tekken Five, Six, whatever. I don't think of oh, it okay. like that. I think of like if I'm saying like if I say I love Tekken, I mean I love. Tech in the series, yeah. So yeah you could say franchise. Even if I have, yeah. Even if yeah. I like one game in the series, I'm just talking about how I like tech and I like oh. the way they do things. But the I reason I asked that uh, is five. because oh, what's number five? Yeah, number five. It'll probably surprise you guys. I'm sure a lot of people who listen to this probably even ha- haven't even heard about it. Do you guys know the game Catherine? I do. I love Catherine. I love. I Catherine. love Catherine. I want to do when a cosplay. I went into what the, game? the heck? The main what character the heck is a Catherine. <laughs> Catherine, like, dude, when I first saw that game, I thought it was one of those, you know those really dumb ads you'll get on the side of pages, like, enter 18 plus, you'll never, your friends will never see Conquer you. Conquer me, my lord. So hot. Like, yeah, like, those really, I thought it was one of those games, so I went in, like, really, like, ugh. And then I was like, oh my god, this is really A friend gripping. of mine uh, showed me that game, and it, I just fell in love. It's a really good puzzle it's, game, so if you like puzzles. It's a puzzle game, mm-hmm. and, like, it's it's actually pretty great. It, like, I, a lot of people probably are like, why is it a puzzle game? This, you know, why can't this be, like, a fighting game or an action game or whatever? And it's because the tower is a metaphor, and I won't spoil it yeah. for you, but... The entire it's, game it's a is, is very game. deep it and very good. But very hard, too. Yeah, it's, it's a deep game that also includes good gameplay, which shows, you know, you can have a lot of... You can have it all if you really want as a developer. And guys, pe- for people who are like on the fence about it, you get chased by a butt monster. Yeah. So like you can't right. really, you yeah, can't really. Also, the main character wears opinion. that classic like heart shaped underwear, like heart shaped yeah, boxers. Yeah. I want those. I want to do a cosplay of that guy. I don't know if it'll be. I think you could pull that off actually. Yeah, I have the like hair. <laughs> you do have the hair. Um, but the but reason Adam, that I, you were saying something. The reason I bring I, up I went... favorites is because uh, Christian once again had another topic for us that he'd like us to discuss. He always gives us a few topics. Very thing. Very thankful. And if you guys have any topics, yes, yes. be sure to send them to us at ZeldaInformerPodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we check it every day. So if you submit in time for our episode recordings, we'll be sure to look at them. Uh, later on, I'm going to be looking at some of our Twitter comments and responses. I'll get through a few of them. I don't think I'll get to all of them, probably. Uh, but I don't know what this Christian is. This is just Adam. Asked, <laughs> Christian <laughs> asked us, um, you probably know most Zelda parodies by the Warp Zone, Smosh, uh, Screwits, and all other YouTubers. Myself. <laughs> Uh, which one is your favorite? And let's let's just say that Chris's is the worst, just to like <laughs> oh, get it off the bat. We have I nowhere mean, to go but up. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna remove myself from this topic because um, yeah, Caleb loves question. them all. I think you were. T- really... I think Caleb told me earlier, like how he just do you just like not like Smosh? I don't like half of the internet's existence. <laughs> Caleb is oh, on Caleb. like 
Caleb not liking things, that's new. If the three of us form a Triforce, Caleb is the empty space between us all. Wow. Triforce of negativity. Oh, it's just like, too bad there's four of us, Jake. He's he's the Grump Force. I don't know. There it is. That's the only one that really... God, I I really haven't thought about it. I mean, I'm sure... Guys, list a few. I'm sure one will come to mind, and then I'll be like, oh yeah, that one. I'm just talking about... I'm just... Zelda parodies. I'm just gonna say that... uh, Ego Raptor. There was this one movie i once watched when i was younger i can't find it for the life of me i i I tried for years it was just like a it was like a fan-made zelda movie and it was really bad but i loved it because it was so i don't know there was just like there was nothing like it was earnest oh yeah that would be the best way to describe it the trailer that ign made that one year for no that was terrible that was just that was just mean oh no i i believed the crap i did too but it was mean i did too it too. was, was really young... mean. I don't know. I don't think it was mean. I thought it was a wonderful disappointment. <laughs> remember their dumb, like, a wonderful uh, disappointment. They, remember the Brawl DLC April Fool's they did, where it was like, yeah, it's going to be gore. Do you guys remember that? <laughs> I do it's not. Be, Adam, link be it below. Gore. I'll send it to you. All right, like, we'll it was it. really dumb, and I can't believe it. If it fooled anybody, I, I feel sorry for that person. My favorite Zelda parody is Ego Raptor's Sequelitis on Ocarina in the past. No, it's that is bad. very biased, and I, I love it. it. I love it because it says all my opinions in one video. I respect a lot of Get what he said. Uh, not not everything, but you know, I, I see where he's coming from. Like one point, he said, "It's like, why do I have to hold up while jumping across this chasm?" Like it he is, does bring a the lot. Scenario of... is treacherous, but it's not actually difficult. He brings in a lot of I see that. valid points, but I guess you could, I could see how it's biased. But in the same way, I I agree just don't on think things that he thinks. I don't think. Someone like him is allowed to compare 3D versus 2D. I, I think I think it'd be good to have him on the podcast. Everyone's allowed to make their comparison. Yeah, but I don't yeah, think, think like that's allowed to talk I, about video games. I don't know. I would love to talk to him more about it on the podcast sometime if he ever wants to come on. I don't know. Hey, Ego Raptor, get on here. <laughs> hey, Ego Raptor, where are you right now? Oh, guys, I'm in Magfest with all. Yeah, I think it's a, yeah, cool Magfest is going on. Magfest oh yeah, this weekend is Magfest. Um, and Pax if you are in Maryland, check it out. It's pretty cool. There's a bunch of. If, Apparently people get sick there all the time though. Yeah, like, conventions are like the worst get place sick for at every convention. Is that why we're sick right yeah, now? Yeah, I went to Miami Comic Con last weekend and I'm sick now. Yeah. Did you wait, did you really? Yeah, I did. I met dude, I met Kevin Conroy. <laughs> thanks for uh, coming, Thanks for telling me say hey Chris. Who's I'm Kevin down Conroy? Here for those Kevin Conroy that. is the classic voice of Batman from the animated series. He does the majority of the Arkham games. Yeah, he, he does a is lo- a lot of amazing. Batman. And he is the okay. He, I can't say the F word, but he is the freaking man. Like, he really is. Did you need to say the F word? You just, you said something that was equally fine. Freaking (laughs) Freaking. is great. Okay. Freaking is freaking great. He is super the man. Except he's the Batman. Superman does. He's not Superman. No, like, straight up, the guy volunteered after 9 11 to, like, start helping feed, like, the firefighters and police officers. And he did his Batman voice because people recognize him. Like, he is. The greatest human being I've ever known. Or not known, because I don't know him. But, Met. oh my god, Lyra lost... My girlfriend is a huge Batman fan, like crazy, and she lost it when she saw him. And there were no lines. Like, dude, I don't know like if anyone out there wants to that, that fest, but jeez. I was expecting I, like Kevin Conroy to be a two-hour line. We'd just go and talk to him. That's awesome. Know, there I, he was. I would be there just the entire convention, just talking to him. Oh god, he's Jake, so Jake, I might have not been at Miami Comic Con, but you could have at least... Hit me up on the Facebook. Like, hey, Chris, I'm here in South Florida. You ready, you ready to rock? I told roll? you to. I don't. Here's the thing. I'm, I'm more of a North and Central Florida guy. I don't know too much. I about told you to visit my parents' place. Tip. You didn't. Yeah. I, by the time you... I read that message, dude, I was already halfway back to Orlando. I was guy, like, I, I, I'm, I'm here. I'm ready for anything. Yeah. Chris, you should I... come up to. You should come into Orlando, and Caleb, you should come down to Orlando, and we should do a live podcast. 
I'm only gonna come to Orlando if we finish video game discussions right now. <laughs> oh yeah, video. Gotta... Oh yeah, video games are a thing. Uh, Zelda parodies. I really like. Um, actually, uh, it's gonna sound a little biased because he's on the show. I think Screw It's was pretty fantastic. Screw It's and Chris. There was another one that was pretty funny. No, 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 no just like, Screw It's, not Chris. Screw it's... Chris is okay. Yeah, there was there was another one that was funny. I don't I don't think it was done by you guys, but it was like, oh, Link is an adult. He's side questing, and it's there's Ganondorf, and what are you doing? Why are you fishing? I don't know. It was funny. Okay, actually, I do have one that I, I've always liked because it came out rather a little before uh, the Zelda whatever, the one that Screw It's and I did. God damn. Um, there's this one animator out there. He goes by the alias Navarki. Uh, we didn't know him at the time, but now we do. He's a good friend of ours. Um, he made one called like uh, Zelda uh, Adulthood. Mm-hmm. It's like Link gets a sword. He's like... This is awesome. And yeah, I know this, that. Like, yeah, thing. Yeah. And then like you see him at the end of it, he like goes to like home and like starts doing his bills. He's like, uh, carry the one. Watch it. He's like doing his taxes <laughs> in the middle of, his, of like his house. I thought it was great. Yeah, I like yeah, yeah. I like the small like little clip animation that Kerbifer did years ago on Newgrounds with the four links. Oh, I so oh yeah, where they buy the campfire. It's so funny. It's. It's actually pretty. No just like, hey guys. I am four links. It just it captured exactly what I imagined the four links to be me, like. Princess. You're not welcome here. I, I built the tents so I can sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There was something very charming about it, endearing. I just I wanted more. It was. Yeah, oh, uh, what what is it, what are those people called? Uh, it's like college humor. They did an animation where it's just like. Link, he goes into the store. He's want needs to buy a heart. He's like, yeah, I saw that. Hat? That one's pretty great too. Hot. He's like, uh, what do you, what are you asking for, man? I sh- you need a you need a shield. I got a shield. He's like, hot. Hit. And actually, Dorkly does a bunch of really great. Dorkly is owned by College Humor. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. They, he is. There yeah, you go. so parodies. Some are some are good. Some are not good. Yeah, but I definitely did not, not like. This Speaking small of uh, things that are good. Um, yeah, I was very surprised because usually Best Buy, whenever someone says it, they always like say like Ugh, Best Buy, but they're finally taking a stand against scalpers. What does that About... mean? S- scalpers, like people that take off the backs so... of people's heads. No, that is a very <laughs> we're not talking about Nazis. <laughs> yeah, I'm th- I'm thinking Inglorious Bastards right now. Oh, Brad Pitt. Oh, man. Um, I mean that they're uh they recently started to cancel people's pre-orders for Majora's Mask DLC, uh, Nintendo 3DSs if you ordered more than one. So a lot of the scalpers that went online bought a bunch of them and just started posting on Amazon and eBay resells, resells for higher prices. A lot of those I are, saw one go for $800, and be, you better they're, believe they're being they're canceled. Like so they don't actually have it so they can't sell it anymore. And now they're going to have to gonna, And now they're going to have to cancel it and pay the cancellation fee. So <laughs> they're going to lose a lot of money. So and there are people who really needed to for real reasons who are now screwed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> can't win them all ladies and gentlemen but there's well this is i mean learn to pre-order faster i think it overall it was a better thing i think it did more more benefit than harm yeah and you can always i mean like what's going to happen now is they've said that there's basically going to be a restock going up pretty soon and there will be a lot more opportunity for people to get one now that because no one's going to be buying more than one or if you did need to get a second one you know usually hopefully you know you can get someone to hold the account for you but i doubt I don't know. I don't think a scalper's going to be able to go to that, that much effort or has friends to be able to go through that effort because scalpers are losers and I hate them. Yeah, seriously, don't scalp. Like, I get that you can make money off it, but really, just, do you want to be that kind of person? You're just making money off of people's, uh, I guess, 
You're just you're just making money off of people's you're just, fandom. You're just taking Enjoy- advantage yeah. of people. Yeah, you're just being a bully. Like really, don't don't be an opportunist. Mm-hmm. Like um the guy who did the Rosalina thing. Like, do you want to be that guy? Yeah. Really? Uh, by I the way, wanna, I I, I, I found him on YouTube. By the way, he's a massive Sonic the Hedgehog fanboy, and it's like, uh, yeah, he's... Uh, is his name Chris Chan? No, it is it's, not Chris. Ba- so Chris Chan. if you want to look him up, because it's a little NSFW. Don't his don't name don't give don't give no, 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 don't no, give no. this guy credit. Don't give him any recognition because don't on the internet plug hate him. him. Yeah, on the internet, I'm sure. Yeah, on well, the internet, guys, I'm sure you can find his name. Yeah, like, but on the internet, the same like hate is equal to likes. If if someone hates someone and shares it, it's the same as if they liked it and shared it. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, that's exactly why like Chris Chan is very famous. Yeah. Oh, oh my god. I feel so or, sorry for that. Or guy. shall shall I say infamous? I'm so surprised he. Tur- I was listening to Sleepy Cats the other day, and I'm so surprised he turned down uh, Happy hey, Harry for doing hey, a game. Hey Adam, what's Sleepy Cast? Sleepy Cast is an is a podcast done by uh, a few animators that I really like, that Chris really likes, that Caleb really likes. Uh, I don't know about Jake. I don't I don't listen to Jake. He just kind of talks, and I just kind of nod my head. Um. But it's a pretty cool podcast that's not safe for work. It's not safe for children. Um, so if you're anything that has psychic pebbles in it, it's just not safe for the world. (laughs) Which is why I like it so much. Yeah, Mm -hmm. group of animators all living at the sleepy cabin in the forest. You know what's really you know what's really interesting? They're so like heavy on like their beliefs on Twitter. Like of Uh, anyone, they're very they're they're terrible. They're not like. That's because they're respectable human beings. It's not <laughs> Caleb, just respectable. It's just they're. They, why are you? What's the point of sugarcoating all these things? And well, stuff? no, I mean like there's no tact. They're just kind of like they're kind of just saying like, ah, I hate it when like fat people get in my way. It's just like why? <laughs> okay, <laughs> like it's just like just random like mean things that they just say sometimes. No, they they, they also they use the word meme as a joke. That's... Kudos for their honesty, but that doesn't make me like them anymore. Yeah. That's the kind of people yeah. they are. <laughs> also, it was funny. I think I told Chris about it the other day. One of them was like, "I need a a coder for something," and I was like, "What kind of coder?" And he gave no other information. Just like, "I need a coder. Contact me in my email." I'm like, it's not it's not how you do it. You tell them what you're looking for, or else they're not going to mean, contact you. If you know basic code, it's not that hard to learn. Oh, no, he's I looking for someone who can coder. code like real programs. Software. Like, yes. No, softwares. dude. I thought you said coder, like C O D E R. And the funny thing is that my brother Alan. Uh, I don't know if I've ever mentioned him. One of my, oh, my, one of my, old, Alan, my older siblings. Yeah, he's a very he's, big coder out in San Francisco. He knows Isn't people, he an right? MIT graduate? He is the MIT graduate. He's the reason why I was like, I don't think I need to do anything in the sciences. I think I'll just stick <laughs> to the arts. Yeah, It's kind of like he Dude, reached I the li- top, and it was just kind of like, there's no real beating that or competing. It's kind of like, hey, I'm going to like this school for science. It's like, yeah, well, your brother went to MIT. <sighs> I, I seriously thought you said coter, like C-O-A-T-E-R, coder? and I was like... No, someone he was talking put, about Knights of the Old Republic. Someone to put a coat on on him, like he's he's feeling. I need little, someone to put coats on me at all times. It's like <laughs> I a bell- need someone to recode Knights of the it's Old Republic. It's basically a bellhop that doesn't take suitcases. Even more awesome. Yep. Yeah, that's oh, actually man. my top five games ever, Jake. Oh yeah, Coder. Yeah. Coder's a great one. I, I love it. I've that- replayed it at least a thousand times. It's one of the best RPGs ever made. Yeah. Probably the it might be the best RPG ever made. It, it, it might as well just take the take the lead. It, I'm saying it might. Uh, I don't want to. It's not a, uh, in terms of Western RPGs, not JRPGs. I'm not. Yeah, I was. There you go. That's a little bit better. Well, I said RPG, not JRPG. Mm. They're all RPGs. Nah, mm. no. There's there's a, a big difference. You know, guys, I'm gonna that's, tell you something, and like... it's probably gonna eliminate all my credibility for ever being on the show again. And I understand. Should I, should I edit it out? No, no, no. no you're fine. You're should fine. we just should we just get kick you out now or? 
You, you want to go later. It's now that Jake I'm reveals that he's never day, played Zelda. To this day, I still don't know how to define an RPG. That's understandable. Uh, I, it's still no, pretty... That's not, that's because here's the thing. thing. Let, me, let me explain myself. I used to think for the longest time that RPGs were games where it's turn-based, which is apparently its own no. turn-based RPG or turn-based yeah. combat, whatever. An RPG is like... Where you have choice. Because you could argue that... It, because it's a role-playing game. It's exactly what it sounds like. So you can argue that any game is a role-playing game. I mean, in Zelda, you're playing the role of no, hero. In Mario, you're playing the role of hero. A role-playing... It's, an it's, RPG, what, what it is, in my, from what I can tell... Now, this is not... There's no official... There's no... I'm not, like, speaking officially, but just from what my definition is, it's basically... And any game can call itself whatever it wants. It just doesn't... It isn't... It might not be good at what it is. So, like... Halo can call itself a platformer. No. Is it technically a good? Is it? No, no, it's it could. Play, yeah, Halo it theoretically does could. Halo call it doesn't mean that it's a platformer. No, I'm saying no, it. Like it I'm saying out. it could, but it doesn't mean it's gonna actually be a good one. Or in any stretch of the imagination, would it act be? Would it qualify? Is you there jump. first person platformers? But um, uh, yeah, I think Mirror's yeah. Edge. Yeah, Mirror's Edge is great. Is Mirror's Edge Parkour. first person platformer? Yes. Okay. I wouldn't say it's strict platforming because it's got. I mean, parkour is platforming in a way. It's got, it's got platforming some stuff there. Gunplay isn't even like one of the main aspects, though. It's just like you can get a gun if you want, but you don't need to play with them. Sure. I would. I never played Mirror's Edge and said and and like thought like, man, the gunplay in this game was really a thing. It was more like some guy had a gun and I needed to run away from him. Yep. Very. very true. That's right. how Mirror's Edge works. But I'm just saying, like. You guys are playing Mirror's Edge. Nah, right? man. <laughs> it's all about the parkour. Hard pork hard. I can't even say it. Uh, you totally you messed it. up on that. Yeah. <laughs> There's no escaping it. It's no denying my fate. You can't um, hide this time, but editor. That's one of the things you don't get in RPG. You you have choice in RPGs. You uh-huh. you um you get to define your own character. I mean, in Zelda, you're not you are not Link. Link is his own person because Link chooses to go on the adventure. You play as Link, but you don't get to be, choose his like choices and things like that. Even in the ones where you get to choose which dungeon you go to go into. That's free exploration. You still have to go to all those jump, for the the dungeon, dungeons, regardless of whether you want to or not. Um, right. very, very true. In RPGs, in, like, RPGs, you can choose to go on quests or not to go on quests. In Borderlands, you can choose to take up jobs or not. In Destiny, you, you can choose to You also missions. choose, like, uh, like who you are, yeah. like, in terms of, like, your character. Is your character more, like, build. Is, he more, is he more, like, uh, attacking? Does he like to go, like, head-on into things? And good or is RPGs he more, like, let a, you decide whether you're aggressive guy. or not, whether you're a peaceful person, whether you defend the innocent, or you just take people for granted. Or you're a yeah, fiend. Like, I guess that makes gives sense. you the choice of either playing the game or turning it off, and I like the latter myself. Caleb. <laughs> Golden observations. Speaking a large gathering of a large gather- gathering of white folk, uh, the Zelda Symphony has announced more tour dates. Are they white people? I thought they were, yeah, I was I like, are they, they all white people? Uh, they get, well, they get local, um, <laughs> choirs and stuff to perform in the symphony. Um, and they're, oh. they announced, um, American and European dates. Oh, sweet. So, yeah, you best believe I'm going to that Orlando Yeah, one. they did announce one in Orlando. Jake, we should go. Yes, I'm totally going to that. When is that? Yeah, I guess I'm going for some reason. Totally uh, it's in July, going. but we can't buy tickets currently. Uh, when we, when we can, let's try to get them. Yes, I'm absolutely. Sit together Do you and know how expensive they are? Like, um, I think uh, the last one, I could be wrong, but the last one I thought was 70. Ooh, I don't know. Oh. I don't know. Ooh. I looked them up from a previous venue, and like the most expensive seats were like 125. Yeah. Oh, okay, well, I, I'm Which glad it's a ways off. I, I can, like, well, uh, that's not ooh. that bad. No. I know, I just, I, I imagine it to be like maybe 40 at the worst. I don't know. 40 at the Jake worst? I've never been to a symphony. Have you ever been to a concert in general? 
Yeah, yeah I've been like, to concerts in general. A concert they, like, sometimes goes really to like two hundred bucks for nosebleeds. Yeah, I, I've like I've I went to the I've never paid that much for a concert. It's I've paid two hundred dollars for t- for concert tickets. Eighty before. bucks for Chili Peppers was like cheap sheet seats. Cheap shit. Oh, like, no, I paid two hundred dollars for, for Song of Storms, and I better get Song of Storms. I'm sure you will. <laughs> oh, who's the band that does? All oh, the songs actually, music? if you want to know exactly what's going to be in the concert, uh, you can check our our news article about it. We uh, Zelda Symphony actually retweeted us on Twitter about our our recap because one of yeah. our guys in Tennessee went to it. So, yeah. So uh, link that. Yeah, I'm linking it down below. Um, but yeah, it's pretty cool. It's going to be focusing mostly on uh. uh Link Between Worlds and Majora. Oh, yeah. Oh well, I'm not going anymore. You know, I the Majora music is a little hit or miss with me sometimes. Yeah, it like, has Okay, the let me explain. Majora's I don't themes. like the Skull Kid theme. I've never liked it. I mean, I understand I understand the macabre feel that it gives off, and I really... I don't like first it. First of all, I love the word macabre. But it's just... I don't like... I mean, it it, it, it does what it's... It does its intended purpose, and it does it well, but that doesn't mean it, it resonates It reminds well me of those, like... Those, who was it that released an album of just white noise for like an hour? And that was the whole... Everybody. No. <laughs> Caleb, there's one like oh, there's, there's one artist that released just an album of white noise. And I know... And a friend of ours likes it. Says he likes it. I don't believe it. It's so contemporary. Like... I just... I, I no. There's a difference for me between music and not music. And that's just not music. There there are some great songs in the Majora soundtrack, mm-hmm. but the most prominent one is of course the Skull Kid Majora that, theme. I just I don't like it. I don't like the way it sounds. Like and we've played it on here. I before. love the uh the the, fe- the the midnight theme on the final day. Beautiful. The uh the, the Stargazer Observatory, beautiful. Um God, there are a lot of great songs. Oh, uh Stone Tower, beautiful, gorgeous. And if you guys haven't heard uh Theophany, which we referenced a little bit earlier, he did a Metroid song, which I think Adam either linked or is going to play. Uh, uh, he did an entire Majora's Mask album based on like the first three oh, days wow. of your journey, and he's apparently working on another one for like the the, the journey of the game. So uh, Theophany is pretty great. You should check him out. Oh, uh, speaking of music, or I just ben. want to give a quick shout out to Amel. Uh, we kind of talked about this already. Uh, he referenced the uh, new Smash rap by Smosh, and he was wondering if we'd seen it. Uh, it. Features the same girl who played Zelda, and he was wondering our thoughts on it. I actually haven't seen it yet. I've been very busy. Uh, I do Wait, think it's cool that they got features the same girl who played Zelda in I'm the sorry? original rap that they did. Oh, okay, Smosh actually had one of the bigger Zelda parodies a while ago. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's pretty. I think I don't know. I think it's cool when they had recurring cast. I, I always hate it when people are recast. It always bo- it it bothers me. Like in movies and things like that. Like when Robert Downey Jr. was supposedly gonna leave to, and someone else is gonna take over as Tony Stark. That. First of all, I just want to say that I love that you know how to say the proper word for cast. Because a lot of people think it's, uh, yeah, I was casted into this role. Like, it's, no. it's just cast. It's just cast. You did it, Adam. I'm proud of Thank you. Thank you. you did I was in theater for, for a very long time. Um, yes. And musicals. Yes, you were. Um, Don't read too much into it. <laughs> <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? It means you're a cutie pie. I love Aww, you. Next topic. Thank you. <laughs> so, Caleb, mm-hmm. what's up? Not much. How about you, Boo? I'm doing pretty great. <laughs> Caleb, tell me your top yeah. five games right now. The Wolves with you. Okay. Anyway, I'm done. <laughs> his, his one. Yeah, that All was right, it. Perfect. <laughs> the list ends with that. Um. So I you just speaking you, of the world ends with you. Yeah, they Do just. Uh, I'll let Caleb take it away because he was so excited to see this. So, uh, if you're like me and you bought the new theater rhythm curtain call for All your one poor of little you. 3ds, yeah, Jeff. And then you Jeff didn't play it like game. me. 
I don't know why. Talk. I'm talking, Adam. All right. Sorry. Welcome and, to the podcast. And you bought, oh, and you bought your game, Welcome. and you have your game, and you like the Wildens with you like me. Well, you're in luck, cutie pie, because there's DLC for the Wildens <laughs> with you songs. Well, you're in luck, handsome You like man. Calling and Twister? Because Calling and Twister, you can play on theater rhythm curtain call now, if you can find where the DLC is, because I don't know how to buy DLC. <laughs> You just, it's a little cumbersome. I'm 3DS throwing titles. my money at the 3DS, but nothing's happening. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Buy it so people... Speaking of other things you can buy, something that really blew my mind the other day. I was telling Caleb and I think Jake about it. Um, the Oatmeal is an online webcomic artist. And he does a bunch of things. Like, uh, he does this whole thing about marathons and, like, why you should run. And, like, uh, he does this whole thing for Sriracha. He was very involved in making sure the Nikolai Tesla Museum... Sriracha as in, the like, hot the, sauce. The, the hot sauce? Mm-hmm. Really? He's a very big fan of it. He, I think, to some extent, he probably boosted their sales. Oh my god, that is fantastic. Yeah, he's... And I hate Sriracha, but I mean, I love that idea. He... he... <laughs> what idea? The idea of him being involved with Sriracha. Oh, yeah. Um, He's he's a pretty cool guy. Um, But he made, with a few other guys, he made a card game on Kickstarter. In It had a, uh, a minimum goal of $10,000. It reached okay. that in 20 minutes. In four hours, it reached eight hundred thousand dollars. It's, it's almost I, three days. It is reaching upwards of three million. Are you kidding me? It is past three million by the time that we start recording this. How, how I know Veronica Mars. I'm pretty sure is the highest like thing that's ever been funded on Kickstarter before. He's like the Veronica Mars movie. Did he pass that? He's number one card game. He's number eleven uh, most funded game. I think, and he's one of the biggest communities so far. I don't know. If, at oh, this awesome. rate, I mean, over seventy thousand people have backed this project. I mean, it's, that's ridiculous. Yeah, he his like he only made Dude. one stretch goal so far, or two, and both of them have to do with how many people are backing the project as opposed to numbers. Because I'm Honestly, pretty sure if at this point he says, "I need people," like if you re- if we reach the, like this certain number of money, they're gonna reach it. Start- People are just gonna like start throwing money at them, and I don't, th- I don't think he wants that. I have a problem with this. I mean, if I can talk, yeah, about you were talking I mean, about uh, yeah, we can, we'll we'll get to that right afterwards. Yeah. Okay. I just I just want to say like it's people like that like on Kickstarter communities and stuff like that that really like give me hope for the future because people want to see good projects and stuff being made. They also want to see potato salad. Very. All right. Lol, I, I never caught funny. up on that. Just, I mean, it's just very stupid idea, but the fact that there's people willing to put like money into like things like this it kind of gives me hope for like the future of like content creation on the internet like there's a place where it can be made and funded and you know it's things like that it's the little things like that that i think are very important in today's society yeah because you won't always see that happen as a matter of fact like exactly <laughs> like patreon i mean i'm not for every successful story there are 20 hundred million others that did not end up well and yeah. despite how great the people behind it were Meanwhile, potato salad guy. Well, I mean, it's things like that. I'm a little, it's a little questionable. And someone, oh, also, there was another Kickstarter once upon a time for this guy who made a card game, and the card game was like Nazi anime girls, and it's it, like not even an hour, I think. Yeah, it, it maxed out. That. It's, and I was like, there's no hope left. Yeah, I mean, but then, why uh, is Nazi that give me anime hope. girls being fetishized? Caleb, found, show me something that gave me hope. What was that, Caleb? Well, Adam, <laughs> I showed you. A little game called Strafe looks that is also awesome. on Kickstarter. Strafe or Strafe? If you like it, Strafe. None of your business. <laughs> strafe. Uh, if 
their tagline is bleeding edge graphics and gameplay <laughs> circa they, they have the coolest like commercial it's like so stylized it is the best it's like, commercial <laughs> i've ever seen it's, it's pretty dark but it's like it's those commercials in the 90s where the kid's like, whoa, this is awesome, radical, yeah! And he's like the guitar playing and stuff. You like those old and they're just commercials, like, this is radical. Huge wind fan. Just uh, like, it's very video that game looks like it's going to blow Don't this person Don't spoil the commercial for the audience, what? Adam. Don't spoil it. Don't spoil yeah. it. Spoiler. No, I'm saying that there's like the big wind fans and stuff. That like All the 90s gimmicks are in this one commercial. And even one of the uh, Kickstarter rewards, like I think $1,000, it, it, is it? The... Uh, you can like you get like a VCR of a pizza party with the guy with the uh, the crew. A, a VHS. A VCR? A VHS. Oh, yeah. Wow, wow. I it's funny because I grew up with uh like VHS tapes. Like I have a bunch of old Disney VHS tapes back at home. Yeah, same here. Like that was my. I thing. still have my VHS Star Wars. Same. So it's four, five, and six. Same here. Those with dude, the like I think everyone has a massive amount of VHS tapes of their old. I love them. Home. I have the Ace Ventura movies <laughs> on VHS. I have. Well, all right. I. I I know we kind of skewed a little bit off topic, but I just want to say, like, we're still on top of Kickstarters and such. It's actually a cool one you guys should check out. You guys ever heard of the Shadowrun game? Yeah, they actually, nope. um, it's funny, this Kickstarter a... actually promoted that one as well. The, uh, uh, drag of the, um... Shadowrun Hong Kong. Yeah. But Caleb, yeah, you didn't get to tell, it, tell the audience about the awesome game. Do it, Caleb. That happens. Strafe is a, uh, a low-poly, high-res... Uh, fast-paced, randomly generated shooter. Looks really good. Like if you like Doom, Wolfenstein, and Quake, oh, and all that jazz, good. you're probably gonna like it. Uh, looks really good. Good reward tiers, and uh, the company, the company behind this is Pixel Titans. I believe this is their first game, and it's it, but a, are they using two guys are they using with the ID engine, the one that they, they made for? The no, I don't. I don't. The art so. style. I don't think they've said what they're using. The uh, the the concept art to art transition and the uh just the commercial itself really shows like how i don't know it kind of makes me really comfortable with the level of quality of the actual product because like it shows that they did put a lot of detail into everything and make sure like everything was exactly what they were. the developers are fans of these games and they lived through the time so they're putting a lot of effort into recreating those old feels of watching commercials and mm-hmm. seeing like Kids with their I was Segas never big on, on those kind of Doom. games, but it does look really good. Like it looks like a good entry point for someone who's never really gotten, who never really played those games. I remember playing Wolfenstein on my aunt's computer all the time when I was a kid, because my family had this really weird rule where I wasn't allowed to play like games with gore to any extent unless I was killing Nazis. Then it was like mm-hmm. you could run a chainsaw through them, and that was fine. Here's here's a question. Hmm? How many Nazi killing games were there back like like fifteen years ago? I played ago, a Adam. bunch of Blazing Angels and uh, Call of Duty World at War. Um, World at War was way but was you were Wolfenstein. older when World at War came out. You were like ah, that was two thousand eight. Yeah, we were fourteen, fifteen. Well, I was at least. I don't know about you, youngins or oldens. We're Jake. We're all literally about like the same age. About I'm a few years younger than Jake. Yeah, yeah, but. Eh. Because the last thing for strafe, it's also got Oculus. This is support. true. That's... So if you want to throw up everywhere, I never understood oh, that whole like throw up thing with like video games, like how they make you nauseous. Stuff. I never get that. Oh, dude, let me tell you, uh, because I have a developer kit, I... and it makes me throw up everywhere. Oh yeah, you worked with Oculus too. Yeah. Yeah, I worked Caleb. on it last semester for a bit. And, I did uh, not know that. That's pretty cool. We, I was working on a game, and um, basically it was like a, it was like a 
Sleepy Hollow Simulator. You might have seen it floating around. The game's called Hollow. Um, and, like, we were conceptualizing the ending, and, like, these two guys that I was working with were pretty pretty expert. They, they've been doing this stuff for a while. Pretty legit. And I was pitching ideas, and, like, one, thing, one idea I had is that, like, he comes up from behind you and slices your head, and then, like, in the first-person view, you're, you see your head fall. Like through their eyes, mm-hmm. and they were like, "No, no, 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 no!" Because if we do that, people are gonna vomit. Like it's so fast. <laughs> like the the like that kind of illusion, it will like will seriously. Oh, like you're the head falling. Yeah. You you are the head no, falling. No, you can't yes. do that. You can't. You cannot. That is, oh. that is too much of a roller coaster. I don't think even I can like, handle that. And I'm. I f- I don't get if, motion if sick, people, but the Oculus makes me feel disgusting. If people made something like that, I swear to God, that would speaking probably be of, a, a huge hit. Speaking of which, in terms of virtual reality, Microsoft also in their Windows comments revealed um, holographic like glasses. It was like they showed mm-hmm. a kid playing Minecraft on his living room table. I thought that was so cool. I think it would be cool, it's, but I don't know. It's one step closer for holographs and holograms to be like, we don't need glasses. They're the, they're just there, which I'm very happy about. Like, I cannot wait till the day I'm able to like, I mean, Google just make something with my hands on top of my kitchen table and then just be like, just oh, make look this. regal like, dismissive gestures with your hands. Exactly. I like an Iron Man. It's like hologram food in my kitchen. <laughs> well, Holographic like, meatloaf. Hol- oh, yeah. yeah Holographic meatloaf. I love that. <laughs> yeah, that was really Oh, Spongebob. Um, but there was a... Uh, Google just stopped uh, producing their glass product because they want to revamp it, basically, for that same purpose. I, I don't think many people had it anyway. Well, I mean, it was expensive to begin with. It was kind of exactly. like, like a, a toy. Those two people that have them right now are so mad. <laughs> like no, the, no, no. The no, Fine no. Brothers it's, it's... and, like, Bill Gates. And I don't even I know if Bill Gates cool. is... I thought it was... Is... You mean the didact. I thought it was a cool yeah, product. whatever. Uh, but... One thing that I noticed in the conference with uh, Microsoft uh, was Phil Spencer likes the the guy that was giving part of the presentation. Uh, yeah, he was giving the Xbox make you portion. Want to punch he, him in the face. He likes to Phil tease so new, he t- likes to tease new games with his T-shirts to the point that he'll actually if he wants to pr- like tease multiple games he'll leave, just, he'll be like excuse me he'll go off stage and come back wearing a different about T-shirt. That for a second this can time? we talk about just yes. Phil Spencer's fashion? The, I just I just love it's it. non-existent. Well, just oh. look. Every time I've seen Phil Spencer like on stage, he's always trying to wear like hip slim jeans and good heeled shoes, and he's and I'm just looking at him like Phil, how old are you? Come on. Well, come on. here's the thing. That he bothers me. He was wearing suits. a T-shirt that had the Battletoads logo, and he oh, when he was asked about it, he said he says uh... like I've never he says I've never like just worn a shirt to kind of throw people off. So Battletoads is in our future. I don't Dude, know. I would wear. I Rare would wear, wear a shirt. I would, if I were Phil Spencer, I would have worn like a PlayStation shirt, <laughs> just to mess with people. Like, yep, we're gonna have full PlayStation Xbox integration. That'd you heard amazing. it here first. I would I, be so on board with that. Well, I mean, I I don't know. I'm about sure all it would that. have its problems. I mean, no no like system is perfect, but no, yeah. I, I don't see that it happening ever. Uh, that it'll never happen. Mm-hmm. Like it, it it just speaking holds. of attire. I, actually, actually, um, is that possible for like Microsoft to buy out? Sony, no, yeah, no, like, and let's never hope they do because it is a horrible. That would be a monopoly. One console or company. Sony buying out Microsoft. No, Competition not even. is very, very good for the consumer. My yeah, friend. I know. Yes, it is. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I mean, like, <laughs> like we I said last if, week, no, no company is perfect. Day. Not even Nintendo no. is. I mean, for that, for a company to have someone to compete with makes them say, "Crap, how do we make ourselves more marketable, less awful, cheaper? Make people want to buy it. Cheaper. I, I get that. I took economics in in government <laughs> in high school, yes, yes. but I'm just I just want to see like, huh? 
That'd be interesting. What if the world's made of just monopolies? It's funny because, like, how would that be? There, like, when you do like cosplays and stuff, I always think of like the like this. It's you, like this, you, you would go know through this, the same Adam. steps as I'm. Yeah, I, I did one cosplay in my life. Um, <laughs> actually, I that think, sword you had was pretty cool. Thank you. Uh, I did a Ryuko Matoi cosplay from an anime called Kill a Kill. If you know anime, cool. You know what I'm talking about. If not, you're very confused. It's fine. Um, <laughs> if not, you're like Haru. <laughs> but uh. I think of it, it's kind of the same thing, like, when you're making a cosplay, to some extent you're competing with other cosplayers. Like, if they're, you're like, there's probably going to be someone else here with the same costume. Yeah, to some but, extent. yeah. But again, like, like, how I, do I, I make it better, Megacon. cheaper, and work better? Uh, I remember at Megacon, I was, I was Nightwing, who is my favorite mm-hmm. superhero, and I was like, it's, oh, my Nightwing is okay, but it's not, it's not Unf- like, wow, for- fresh off a movie set. <laughs> Unfortunately, like, for you guys, guys, Ryuko, if you ever saw pictures. Jessica Negri will win every cosplay ever, because she is. She's a good artist. Best. She is the best cosplayer woman I've ever seen in my life. Get out Who? of here. Jessica Negri. Get out of my face. Get out of my Let's face. not talk about this right now. Oh, but uh, a fan Negri. of ours wanted to ask, uh, his name's Sam. He's, he's... Is he really a fan? I think is so. He... I think Sam? I think so. I, I know you, Sam. If you would ask Sam, he would say, I, I am. Sam. Um, I do not like green eggs and ham. I do not like you, <sighs> Sam. I also do not like Jessica Negri, but he... we won't talk about that. Go on. He asked us, <laughs> Thanks, I'm currently putting together a cosplay offer for the Zelda, Zelda Symphony. After considering all oh. the games, I'm going with Wind Waker Link and his PJs. Which Link do you oh, think is the best to cosplay as? Personally, I chose the one I thought would be the least expensive. As always, great job on the podcast, and I look forward to the next episode. Sam L. Twilight Princess. Sam, you chose wisely. Um, yeah, uh, cost is a very big thing you need to decide in uh, cost is a big deal, when you're you making costumes. I mean, when you're making the concept art for a costume, once you've decided on which one you're going to do, you can do as much as you want. Have fun with it. But then realistically like, piece together how much it would cost like right now i'm working on a prince link cosplay with my friend uh she's gonna do hero zelda uh hopefully that goes through but i was doing the concept art i'm just having fun with it because i'm just gonna like i'm gonna have to take out pieces or like change things later on but with the concept art i always find it's fun to go all out to just say do the idea that's in your head if you can right um but yeah but, it, with yeah. in terms of links uh jake you you want to say twilight princess why Twilight Princess because, because okay now obviously you guys can have your preferences on it and that's totally fine do whatever one you want to do but I think that one is the most real looking and most like appreciable one because here's the thing well uh, well I mean I I kind of agree with you Twilight Princess is a very influential game it had the most, de- of... the most details if, that would if you're be easy to mimic. yeah it's the most detailed if you're looking at it from across the street you're gonna be like wow that one looks really good as opposed to the Ocarina of Time one where it's just a it's it's cool, but it's just a green tunic it's, and white it's stockings. It's so nineties. Yeah. Just the hairstyle. <laughs> so nineties. That, that that actually yeah, the, the hair part is down pretty nineties. Oh, I hate that. I hate that so much. I hate that from the nineties. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. There are some nineties hairstyles. I am very glad are gone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, that one's Rest pretty great. Frosted oh wow, I just put that together right now. Dude, I did that when I was seven because I thought it was cool. Oh my god, you were that my guy. My cousin, my my Persian cousin in Canada, <laughs> is like is like a hairstylist, which. Now that I think about it, it raises a few questions, but my Persian cousin, <laughs> my Canadian Canada. Persian hairstylist said, and yeah, he uh, he um, he did my he did me and my two older brothers' hair like he gave us he bleached it and gave us frosted tips. And let me tell you, for two thousand, it was pretty pretty dang cool. Yeah, so, it was it was fashionable. It oh, was you the guy style. Theory. Oh yeah, <laughs> looks... I mean, I had a strip of red in my hair for a while. It was kind of neat. Yeah, yeah. You Adam, and my girlfriend both. Adam, had it at the did same you? Time. I did. 
Uh, you I can go Facebook. Basically, like I liked it when I swooped it, swooped it back because I kind of have, like this line main thing going on. I don't know. Adam, oh. you little swooper. <laughs> you, I I th- I know what you're doing. I've seen some guys with that, yeah. but like usually blonde. But yeah. oh, that's cool. I actually originally did it for the cosplay, and I ended up straightening my hair, which is a terrible decision. I don't like it when I do it, but I thought it was better than getting a wig. I also got like colored contacts, which are really fun to get. Uh, if you if you need colored contacts, just the one that I used, and I really do <laughs> coloredcontacts.com. Like, no, Pinky Paradise. <laughs> Pinky Paradise is actually yes, the yes. best, in my opinion, because it's a good price. Sounds like a very questionable website, but trust me, it you need contacts. Really go good. It's I think it's Asian, Japanese. Yeah, I think so too. Do they have my brand? Shipping they have your brand. Is pretty bad. They actually but do. I hear That's they actually a good a question. Sale. They do have like uh ones if you need like contact like lenses, kind of. You know, like if you have like vision problems. They have they very good, very good to know. I don't wear glasses, but very good to know yeah. for the, all of you guys. They out have there a lot of options, like ones that last for longer or less. So you can get the ones that really fit the time period. You, I got one with like the three month ones because I was like, I want to make sure that they last, they last long enough. And I did wear them a little bit afterwards because I really did like them. They were very comfortable. Uh, this is not even a promotion, but I really do think you should go there if you need them. Um, so yep. guys, it's we're the just trying to attract some sponsors that we can just do say whatever <laughs> we want. Get about. yourself a killer pair of Sharingans. So Adam, yeah. What were those Twitter questions? Oh, so uh, people responded coming? to our Twitter post. Uh, we Which we was... decided to try something that new. Uh, not that many responses, but we got a few. Uh, it was a Twitter question that I posted. Someone decided that they wanted to ask us a question, which I'm okay with. I'll respond. But uh, I asked out, does Club Nintendo shutting down seem like a bad move, or is there a bright is, is there bright horizons for the big N? Uh, Sam responded saying, uh, at Sammy Lathrop, uh, cautiously optimistic. Think it'll be all digital word rewards. Possibly continue the deluxe digital promo. And then, uh, at MDeets2 said, uh, he asked us, instead of responding to the question, he just asked, compared to other companies, how do you feel Nintendo is behind on games or are they lagging as a whole? So does he, do we think that Nintendo is lagging on games? Yes. Lagging or lacking? Lagging. So I guess Lagging, no, yes. because the other two companies are doing worse. I well, I won't argue that, but I will say for a first-party studio to like only release three or four major games a year is not good. And it, yeah, not, but I don't, I don't want three or four the same franchise that, coming know, out the same year. I don't want three or four Zeldas coming out this year. You know that's true, and that's well and good. But the thing is, is that now the Wii U is a more power-hungry console, and people can really well, stretch there their was arms a, uh, out. There was a but it takes time. There was money. a former executive at Nintendo that said that. They're trying so hard to get third-party developers, but no one is interested. And I think it's partly no. because for a long time they were very anti-third-party. They made it hard for yeah, third-party. Yeah, in the 80s, dude, they were terrible. Yeah, you did not, Nintendo like, was actually kind of awful. They made people run away, and now they're trying to get people back. You can't get back an X. It's, it's not, not going to be an easy task. I think after the success of that. Shovel Knight, I really Adam is played when, Baby like... Gone Back. Thank you, Post Adam. Or if you didn't get it, I'm sorry. And I tried. What? I asked myself to play Baby Gone ba- Come Back. Okay. Anyways, after the I'm success sure of Shovel Knight and its porting onto the Nintendo consoles, I think that also kind of was a plus for like developers to come back to like uh, Nintendo. I, mean, I hear indie developers uh, work for it a lot, but I then again, I mean, indie developers work for a lot of I things think, all the time. I think any company that was at once stifled by Nintendo and then seems meme run as a as an official yeah, meme run. as an official game for the Nintendo is, Wii U is meme run would forever. <laughs> Shun they, the Wii U as a system to make for, games for. I'm, wait, I'm sorry. That was that they put that on. That's on, on the eShop. That you is, can buy it now. That is on eShop. Don't buy that it, please. My, please do not buy it. it. I, thought, I thought that was on Steam. Nope, that is that is a Wii U title. 
A Wii U it exclusive? It most certainly is. I don't know. I don't, I, know I don't want to but... know. I'm not looking at it. I'm not touching it. They streamed it on Polaris one they day. They should not very... have. Yeah, it was. Uh... To add to the third-party support thing, I don't think that Nintendo really needs the people who don't want to work on their consoles. Yes. Because yes. Ubisoft but is the trash. Thing is that they, they've. And that is very debatable. People, very debatable. Very debatable. People have said that the that the, uh, the console isn't powerful enough for the games they want to make, and they're like, "That's not true." That's not true because look at the 360; it's still getting games. Yeah, and it's, the it's Wii crap. U is technically superior uh, than 360 and PS3. Not by much, but it is. Yeah, I mean, Nintendo I think really that does. Nintendo has all of the people that they need. Yeah, they have. Like, they've, they're they have getting retro. Capcom. They're getting. Are they actually getting Capcom? Is that almost? Con- Wait, what? Well, I'm, my my point is like they they have Monster Hunter, so, oh, so they have support. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have support I, you were I don't I don't see all the hype around Monster no. Hunter. I, I downloaded it, the trial the other day, and I was playing through, it and I, I just fell asleep. I, I just couldn't. I didn't like. I, it. I I played through it a little bit. I don't like that there's no system for actually doing like upgrades and things like that. Do you understand what I mean? Like you make yeah. you make new items, and that's it. And that's kind it's, of a weird system for me in video games. I don't. It seems like um, uh, and I'll I'll use the more appropriate. Uh, works i'm not gonna swear it seems like a pretty fun shoot the poop kind of game with your friends where you just kind of sit around and you know mindlessly slay monsters uh, beat them uh, up yeah you just beat them up not really no, i mean I if you play the, the harder monsters clicks one day. it's kind of like all about you know strategy at that point but at, at the same no, time i still feel like there's no person... real satisfaction in the way that you do that and it's not it's not first person it's third person my mistake i just i don't feel like that was better like adam the other what you remember when you and i were playing gauntlet on the pc yes i love the new one it's it's really that, fun. That it's one hard. was good. Like something like that would be more like a beat 'em up that I think people might. Yeah, well, I mean, it all depends on your preference, but that was more enjoyable for me than something like uh, Monster Hunter. It's a beat 'em up that requires strategy. It, it is, and it's like you all take on the different roles, and like I like the view itself mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Oh, by the way, guys, since we were talking about Club Nintendo a little bit ago, um, I do think one thing I think they're going to do is something kind of akin to PS Plus or whatever, where it's kind of like a. And I'm not saying this is a great idea; or I'm ecstatic about it. But something like PS Plus, where it's a subscription service, and you kind of just like get deals for stuff or what what have you. Uh, so I you can foresee something free. like that, but I, I mean, PS Plus is a great system. If you guys don't have it, I just don't like that it's mandatory to play online for PS4. It's way cooler for PS3. I think that Jake. Microsoft has been taking a lot of smart decisions as of late. With just how they're doing that whole, like, you know, getting games. I think you can get them and keep them with Microsoft. That's pretty cool. Am I... Oh, you mean like the, the gold, the monthly yeah, yeah, gold yeah. thing? If you get a game through there, you get it and you keep it. Like, it's yours. That's yeah. good, because for the longest time, PS Plus was way better to have than Xbox Gold. Yeah. I mean, Xbox, I'm sure Microsoft servers are a little bit better than PS3s. But... Oh, Which, I mean, I think PlayStation, they give you a little more discounts so with it's the funny, PS Plus. We were t- we talked no, about they this. do. I'm saying it's better. We talked about this so a while areas. ago, and I think it's... Like, it's interesting to say, I know we've been talking a lot about Microsoft this one, because I just watched the entire two-hour freaking conference, it's on my mind. Um, it's funny that how the, the whole, like, fallout with Xbox One, at the very beginning, they got, like, a lot of slack for it, and in the same way it that... It still follows them, man. Yeah, in the That's same way that first the PS3 go got, a lot of, uh, got a lot of slack when it first came out. Exactly. But as a result, it caused them to try really hard to win back their audience. And because yes, of that, PS, PS Plus became a really good uh, system. You really yep. wanted it. If you actually knew what it was, you would. It, it was really good. And I think at the same time, Microsoft now is doing that same thing with their product and their brand. They're trying to make it more appealing because of all the, I guess you could say, flaming they got. 
uh-huh. over that. No, no, totally. Like, so it's really good for us. People still think hate. the Xbox watches them in their sleep. Yeah, that's but, ridiculous. Um, I'm gonna say something with all this, like as good as PS Plus is, mm-hmm. and you know all these games and service. You should everyone and I, everyone on the podcast, everyone in the world, especially if you love video games, I advise you to always be wary when when companies want to change games from being a product to a service. You know, oh, a product is paper and plastic that you own. You can give it back. You can do whatever you want. But the second things start having DRM attached to that, you start to lose a lot of rights with with the things that you own because you don't own these things anymore. Microsoft was very no, was very good at, about saying that what they were giving you is a product, and we are people. We're not, and we are not the product. What they're doing, what they're making, is the product. So they both defined what like instead of saying like Windows as a service, they're saying Windows as a product. They're saying our games are That's products. Good. And that our customers are people, and they are customers. You know, they they have opinions and things like, and they are not. We don't. We owe it to them as opposed to them owing us. So yeah. I thought that that was a very good conference that they had, and I think it's really interesting that you brought that up. Because we're seeing a lot of stupid stuff. That's I mean, I've gave I've given like PlayStation Sakurai is one like of the stars. worst developers about considering people as just like he has such a. I mean, I I understand he's a very well respected developer. But he has a lot of snootiness to the way he speaks. I think you should keep that snootiness, though, because he makes really quality games, and I don't think you should always listen. Oh to no, what your that's fans the, you should you shouldn't always read the comments. But I think that <laughs> very very true. But I think that it's good when you do, and you do, and you take away the things that are good about it. Where you take listening like, to constructive feedback. Yeah, you take to, this game is dumb. Yeah, but I think that I I, I really think, hate when I think he does too much already. No. Sakurai, I mean, with with if Brawl was any example, it was him just giving a big middle finger to the fan base. I don't know about all that. Uh, I one don't thing really he's... think the fan base for Smash was like really established at that time. It was, it was, it was, it was very much in its infancy. Like it, it was growing. If at you least, ever like... want to see, there is a Smash documentary on YouTube. I will link it below. Um, it talks about the community, and I think a few people that I know are actually in it. Um, but it is really cool, and it is it tells you a Adam, lot more. Adam, I think anyone who's like really like in love with Smash Bros. is in the Smash Bros. community. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say I don't want to section off like it's just this one group of people. No, no, I'm talking about competitive, really. And surprisingly, yeah, yeah. as much as like we give them slack, like flack for because they do do some really mean things, really mean things. Do-do. But I they are the very supportive things. to their own. So like if you're starting as a competitive, people are willing to help train you and make you better. And I think one guy wanted to make it to Apex, but he didn't have the money. So I think within a few days they raised money for his flight and his hotel and food. It's kind of funny. It's it kind of it's kind of like, like Pokemon that. in a way. Like that it was. I think it was like fifty people altogether did it. Just I could really give or take the fan, but like it, they do stuff like that, and then they passionate. also do. That's just people, though. It's not really to do with the fan. Uh, yeah, much. yeah, that's true. Well, um, like it really shouldn't even be brought up in just talking what do you mean? about this. Uh, never mind. Keep going. Well, I mean, we're, okay, we're, we're almost out of time anyway. Oh, actually, well, oh, before... I, have, I have a one thing I've been waiting to say. Go do the well. thing, and then I gotta do my thing. <laughs> it's, about, it's about Club Nintendo. I was uh, talking to uh, this guy on who's a YouTube 3D animator. goes by the name Esquire Bob. Uh, oh, I've yeah. heard okay. this before. No, this, this is a new thing. This is a new thing. Uh, yeah, he does a lot of Game Grumps animated, for those of you guys oh, who don't know. Okay, that Check him be, out. That's why I know. YouTube, YouTube.com forward slash Esquire Bob. Esquire Bob I will link him Twitter, below. I think. Yeah. Um, so I've talked to him a few times and I, he was taught, he put it on Twitter. That's how I found out Club Nintendo was closing. He's like, rest in peace, Club Nintendo. And so I'm like, don't worry, Porter. 
the good news is that Nintendo will soon be announcing the new Club Nintendo 3DS XL for Wii U and 3DS. So look forward to that, guys. I yeah. Insert laugh track here, post Adam. Yeah. Thanks, Adam. Pretty much. I, I I was talking about this with Screws as well. Like they're just gonna slap on a, a new or a for Wii U or 3DS Dude, on something like this. Nintendo so, has up, guys. Nintendo just needs to hire me for marketing. Like, jeez, man, I would do so we've, much we've better than whoever they're paying. Them, but whoever it's... they're paying right now is just laughing his ass off in his I mean, pool of their, money. Their original systems they're called the NES. The his SNES. new pool of money. Yeah. I just hope we get physical items that aren't cards. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I prefer physical, tangible goods. But I, I was going like to say a little bit ago. I like physical, tangible, wearable goods more than anything. Yeah, I was going to try to get my girlfriend the Pikmin tote bag they had up there. Yeah, I want to wear I want to wear the points that I collect I, on Club I, Nintendo. Well, <laughs> I have that thing. Just a shirt made of coins. It's so heavy. And be like, you're this user. You have this many coins. They send you like a, a, 40 pound a shirt. A 40-pound sweater. <laughs> yes, of course. It also made of acts metal. as chain mail. Yeah, <laughs> it's Mithrail. So another thing, real quick, since we were talking about PlayStation Plus and all that. Oh God! Uh, PlayStation Plus is a good service. You guys want to know what is not a good service? Uh, um, PlayStation sending your, sending your enemy uh, glitter. Starbucks rewards. PlayStation Steam. Now is a very what's PlayStation bad Now like? PlayStation Now is it sounds good in practice. It is a subscription-based service, or I don't think it's I don't know if it is or isn't. Uh, but basically, you can rent games on the PlayStation Store, but you don't download them; you stream them. No, what and they need to do, what they need to do, is they need to make an external hardware piece where you can put all your discs in, and it'll recognize each and every disc. That's what I'm saying. That's what I do. I know. Trust uh, me. Uh, that's what they need, the and they don't understand it. But the thing is, is that oh, look, the PS4 isn't backwards compatible, but conveniently, all these old games you can rent for four ninety nine for five minutes. That sounds like fun. Wait, and five the thing minutes? Is that they're str- okay, I'm, I'm a little... It's like a half hour for $4. Or okay, no, like but that. in video game time, half an hour is five minutes. No, no, no. Oh, no, they, 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 they have, they, like they, they have ridiculous like pricing schemes bucks. and everyone has complained about no, it. No, they they, is- they added a new pricing thing so like you could pay for a year's worth in um for like 15 bucks or a month or something like that. Let me tell you guys, streaming video games is not the way to go, especially especially if you're a competitive player, because there's always going to be latency problems. The technology is not you good need, enough. Oh, yeah. not, you need hardware. You don't need all need hardware. software. But yeah, um, technology is not good enough. And like I said earlier... No, uh, it's there. They're just the start, lazy. They don't want to make it. They knew from the start that uh, they weren't going to make the PS4 or the Xbox One uh, backwards compatible when they totally could have. They totally could have. Yeah, I'm sure it must have been. it would have been a little bit more development time and this and that or whatever. But Would've God, man, it. the PS4 doesn't even let you play CDs or MP3 files. But look at that. Sony has a convenient music service that you can pay $15 a month for. It's, it's, it's a bunch. Drop their it's a bunch a, of BS, guys. It really is. Like, I, I am very fearful of the eighth generation of consoles because a lot of it is <laughs> these companies are going to push you as hard as you are willing to take it. We sound like the indie cynicals for every no, year. No, like, we, I mean, we they've done, done a lot of things Leon, in Alpha Builds. Alpha Builds being a reward is just ridiculous. It, like, it absolutely Basically is. becoming a beta tester, and they're making that something you pay for. No, yeah, you pay dude, more being a day one purchaser it. is now a beta tester. Like, you now wait a year till you get what the mm-hmm. game should have been. With all the DLC, all the bugs fixed. It's ridiculous. Anyone who bought Unity at launch, I am so sorry that you did that. <laughs> because oh, Unity's game... free. Anyone who buys Ubisoft games, why? Don't do that. Oh, man. Stop. Yeah. 
It's just uh, like I, I often I I've often said. Them. Let's talk about. I'll leave on one quick point, Adam. Mm-hmm. I have often said that video gamers can be kind of douchey people, and they're very whiny and they can complain a lot about things that totally don't matter and are super trivial. But nowadays, I'm starting to think it's the opposite. I think gamers, and I'm, I may be generalizing, and I'm so sorry, but I think we're complaining about the wrong things these days. I mean, when that when that character was in Tekken and everyone lost their poop. You know these companies are trying to bend you over the barrel to see as much money as they can ring out. You know, I you know Jake about the right things, guys. Jake, that is true in game and outside of games. We do, we really do talk about and like complain about the most trivial. Stop complaining about the things that don't matter because because PS4, a lot of these things I just complained about, nobody cares. I have I don't see that message board anywhere. But everyone lost it when you know X character wasn't in Y game, so. Complain about the games, not everything else. <laughs> no, was compl- uh, I don't even want to hear about complaining about games or complain about. I just complain about the publishers. It's publishers. Complain about publishers. Developers are good people. Yeah, they really pu- are. The well, people that worked on Assassin's Creed that's Unity. That's generalizing. Okay, I know it's generalizing, but like some guy made a public statement after he quit Ubisoft talking about Assassin's Creed, and it was horrible. And it wasn't their the developers' fault. It was the publishers who are who demand that these games come out uh, on a yearly basis, which is not a good system. It's not. It really isn't. I just want to point out that Phil Fish is a developer. He's a DJ now, apparently. <laughs> he's he's also a horrible person. But I feel sorry for him. Before we uh, we're 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 getting to that point where we have to start wrapping up. Um, but I wanted to leave on just a, a few things. Um, Nintendo has announced a seventy-two-hour mask-making contest to win a new 3DS XL. Um, yes, they have. The contest runs from January twenty-third to twenty-fifth. Um, and what you have to do is. Oh, I think this actually ends, uh, yeah, Sunday. So It'll if you are after. if you are listening to it now and you haven't started, get to it. Um, you make a mask and upload it to Twitter. Uh, I think if you read down below, there's an official rules and contest. Basically, I've said uh, anyone in the U.S. and Canada, excluding Quebec, sorry about you guys, um, is eligible. And the contest masks do not need to represent a specific mask from the games, but rather express inspiration from the game and the Zelda series as a whole. So if you want to make a Saria mask, now's the time. Um, Do it, or if you already have one, just say like, "Yeah, I made this." It does the the pro, the contest itself has, for, as far as I know, uh, doesn't say like what 3ds you're gonna get. Uh, it just says you're gonna get a new 3ds. So hopefully, they think it's the Majora one. I'm assuming, um, but it's a cool I, thing to do. Uh, and if you do do that contest, if you do do. Um, be sure to send us a picture of that to zeldainformerpodcast at gmail.com. That's zeldainformerpodcast at gmail.com. You can also send us your fan topics, submissions uh, for cover art, uh, any sort of music that you want to do. Uh, you can even record yourself asking questions. Send that to us, and we may play it on the show. Uh, make a fan fiction of me and Caleb, please, and I will read it on the podcast. Please do not. We are not. Make. <laughs> I am simply awaiting the Zelda Informer Podcast fan fiction section on fanfiction.com. We should get a subreddit. <laughs> Um. <laughs> oh my god! As long as you don't use any curse words or like get to whatever, but whatever. It's fan fiction. Adam Trump. Fan fiction. Adam trembled send, with rage as Caleb used send. the curse word. He's getting an extra one tonight. You can send all the steam and <laughs> extra my personal Twitter. Anyway, uh, thank you so much for joining us. This has been episode twenty. Uh, we reached forty-five thousand listeners on uh Podbean. Woot, woot. Overall, that's not actually listeners. What? But I was very excited. Uh, that's actually amazing yeah. thank you guys so much yeah thank you guys so much it was actually I was really like hoping we'd reach that uh, 40,000 mark before episode uh, 21 and we did it you, and... you know Adam hmm? 
you know, we've been plugging ourselves for about 20 episodes now. Hmm? And yeah, this we is have, episode 20. We have 40,000 people, and I still have yet to gain, like, two followers from our people that, like, listen to this podcast. I think I've gained, like, three. <laughs> Come on, guys. Come on. I don't uh, have a well, Twitter. if anything, uh, the reason that we've been growing is because hopefully you guys have been sharing this podcast with your friends, showing it yeah, online, do that. things like that. Uh, if you're on Zelda Informer, talk about it. You know, let let my boss know how much you love it. Because um, it really does help us. It helps us grow, and it helps us. No, I don't. Do Adam I don't gets think we ever explicitly Adam, said that. Adam, like, Adam, if you guys like the show, please share it with your friends, your family. Because that uh, that only helps us grow more. No, it, it it seriously helps. I don't get it paid at all for this, but I do it because I love I know, you guys. It was, and it, it was a joke. <laughs> no, Adam's Fridays are misery because of this. And Saturdays, so. and also Thursdays. Um, <laughs> I don't have a weekend. Uh, but yeah. Just uh, share it around. Go back to Things straight. like that. Uh, Caleb is hopefully going to be coming back for more episodes as of late. So hopefully if you like him, uh, you know, there's all the more reason to be here now. This is like the first time I feel like we've had a full podcast cast that's going to be here on a more consistent basis. I don't know why you would like me, but if you do, hey, hey Caleb, you're, you're probably as bitter as I am. <laughs> and if you're as bitter as I am, follow me on Twitter. We'll be bitter. Yeah, isn't your Twitter name Caleb Hates Game? It is Caleb Hates Game. It's yes. so nice. <laughs> Caleb, that should be your YouTube game show. We've talked about. I mean, there's a oh, lazy. there's a YouTube guy called YourMovieSucks.org, and I I love that guy. <laughs> his, his YouTube name is YourMovieSucks.org. As a matter of fact, I'm going to Adam. Is it okay if I link a video down below too? Because he's amazing, yeah, and we'll, he needs so much more respect. Sure, we'll do that. Like he's amazing. Um, so yeah, you guys yeah. can check that out just about now. Uh, thank you so much. I've been Adam. Uh, I have been Jake, and I'm very sick right now, so I'm gonna go take a Nyquil and pass out. <laughs> I've been Chris. Thanks for listening. I've been strafe shill 69. Go back strafe. All right, guys. Take care. Bye bye. Night, night. Ah, crap.
Triforce. Well, excuse me, princess. 